0: All right, we are here, man. What's good, State? Yo, you had some trouble that, in the man? delivery room, huh? Uh,
1: nah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to deli- nah, it. Nah, we just oh, busy just today, so that's all we got.
0: Yeah, as you can see, May Fourth May was looking for you. Julie Tran was here. Got Latrust Brewell is here, Robert Power, uh, Johnny Tran. uh up, man? <laughs> he said we we're running on <laughs> sim time. <laughs> sim is always late, man. Like not always late, but he you know he'd <laughs> give you he know, my... like 10-15 minutes late.
1: <laughs> Yo, my fault, bro. It was it was wild visit. But um yeah man, what's up, bro? How you doing? Um when I hit you up for this for this particular part, I said you know, freestyle, whatever, whatever's on your mind. Um mostly about Kevin Knox and Mitchell Robinson. So, what do, you, what do you want to start
0: with first? Uh whatever your heart desires, man. What, what, what do you feel like getting into? Because you know, not for nothing, man. I've been drinking. You know, everybody lo- knows I like Michelob Ultra, man. So I've already been drinking already. So <laughs> you're a little late, man. So I already started the party, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, well, let's let's get into it like this, man. Um, you know, we started. Um, you sent me this. Cause I, I didn't see it earlier on your timeline, man. I, I, I happened to look at the timeline before um you know before we started, man. You post a lot of shit, <laughs> post a lot of stuff on Twitter, man. But like you posted this um I guess this is from um from Instagram where Kevin Knox, he, uh he posts his uh, everything comes to light eventually. What the fuck? What the fuck is that supposed to be? Man? <laughs> These damn damn kids with the freaking subliminals all the all the time, man.
1: So. You want me to be that? You, you want me to be honest with you? Sure. I thought about that for like, I thought about that for like the first, for like the past ten minutes, and I kind of knew that was what you was gonna start over with, mm-hmm. and I still don't have the answer because <laughs> it, it could mean a lot of things, right? We can we can, we can go at this three ways, right? Like it could look like he trying to get out of here. <laughs> or oh, it's or oh, it's looking like just i don't know it just looks funny like it looks like he's talking about somebody it looks personal so when, when players post things like that it's
0: like hmm or maybe but, i'm reading into it too much but i mean we're talking about a dude that don't play so what, what could what it could what could it be You know what I'm saying? It, it would have more weight if he played. Like, let's say if it was Julius Randle. So, yo, the things would come to light. Like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? But Kevin Knox mm-hmm. don't play. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's in the middle of every single Knicks um trade rumor and whatever, man. So you know, it's kind of cryptic, but it's like yo, cryptic, but he don't he don't do he don't do nothing for us at least not yet. You know? Yeah, and it says everything
1: comes to light eventually. Right? And let like let. This is for context, like, he didn't play all last season, right? And he played, he, you know, Tibbs played Bullock and Burks in front of him. They both played better than him last season. Granted, understand, right? mm-hmm. I can't be mad at that. Like, you're trying to win at the end of the day, but if you're not earning the minutes, you're not earning the minutes. And I'm glad you put this picture up so you can get a look at this but. Um, showed 37% like he's never shot 40% from the field, you know, doesn't show that he has handy. The video that I put up that looked like he had handy, and and, and that video it showed that his handy got tighter, but it's like he never shows it on the court. Doesn't play with fire. Um backdoor cuts every time. Um but I love the kid and I try to support him. So I always try to put out positive stuff about him. But you know, a post like that, you gotta sometimes you just gotta be into it. I don't know. That's just me. It, it just looked everything comes in like she probably being dealt. I don't know, you probably staying here. That just looked
0: oh, a little funny. Well, whoa, what whoa, I God. what I think I had made a joke a little earlier about his um his waves. Maybe the waves are coming. You know, saying things that come to the light. As soon as he take off that do rag, maybe he's talking about the waves. The light hitting the hitting the waves. What do you think is going on underneath that that um that do rag? You think he got braids or something like that? I don't know, man. As long as he ain't got what he got, that shit. <laughs>
1: because he, he got to come back with it, with a whole new like fire in his belly if he's here next season.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll check check know. this out, man. Like um, you, you see the stat in the middle? It's two point um percentage. Like we don't we don't shoot twos in the NBA, right? Everybody just focuses on the three-point percentage, right? But um, but if you're a good player to me, I always look at this. If, if you can shoot two-point percentage shots um at, at a high clip, then you're a decent player. Thirty-eight percent for for his career is not good, man. So um, just just for for shits and giggles, I'll I'll, I'll do this to you. Um, this is um, you know, I'm only mentioning him because he's one of the guys that that's um on everybody's lips right now. Pause, which is um Mr. Kelly Oubre, you know. So I'll just post um Kelly Oubre's um same stats and um and uh, as soon as it pops up, you'll see this same thing down here at the two-point point percent, um percentage. Uh it's a little it's a lot higher. You're talking about 49 percent, 52, uh 53, 56 for his career, he's, he's shooting on 50 percent from two-point range. So I mean he's a decent, he's a decent scorer. That that means that he's that he's gonna be able to score, if you gave him the ball, he'll be able to make a layup. He'll be able to drive. You know, th- these these different things like that. So that you know, that, that's kind of when I look at when I when I see um see small forwards or anybody in the NBA. If you if you can score from the two, then um you know you're you're a good player. You know, you know it's tough.
1: Like I I, I don't want to see Knox traded, and I know if you could um pull up Kelly Oubre's stats, you know Kelly Oubre is a guy you know he's looking for twenty million a year. That's probably his agent just putting that out there for people to talk. He plays with fire in his belly. <laughs> just call, I'm just going to have to call it what it is. And then, Kelly Uber is wrestling, going to it, he's just trying to dunk on everybody. And he's kind of good on defense. He's about 6'7", you know, him and uh, RJ Barrett, and the only thing, man, a guy like Kelly Uber. And, and mind you, this is the thought process, right? Let's say we get Kelly Goodreader. I would trade, I would say the missus not trade up for So probably not will be in that trade. Both first round picks will be in that trade. And you know, they'll try to move up, get it one of the choice, probably uh, James Bob Knight or Jalen Johnson, one of those guys. And then you start with me. Just replace Reggie Bullock and Burks. Well, not necessarily Burks, because we're gonna look to the this bench storm. But you know, you you understand the gist from what I'm saying. Like you start Kelly Uber, got somebody behind him. I think I would like a vet behind him. That. Uh, uh, it's tough, bro. I don't know, it's tough. It's all it, on that.
0: Yo, Kelly, Kelly Uber, not for nothing. He, he's been in the NBA since he was 20. He got he got decent um experience in the NBA, he got five years. What is this? Um, five, yeah, five years experience in the NBA. So you know, you know, he's a veteran himself. Same thing with um with Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is approaching his fourth year in the NBA. So you can start talking talking to about him like like he's a um a veteran in the NBA too. Yeah, uh, it comes up when the when
1: the training wheels gotta come off. So yeah, I don't know. To so that picture, you know, Kelly Oubre rumors. Like for me, Kelly Oubre, I only want him if you get a, like a nice young point guard. I can understand like Kelly Google next to Lonzo, next to RJ. Like I could I could see the fit. You know what I'm saying? Now Gulbray with Lowry or one of the I I, I I I need a squad I could grow with and also it can be traded assets That's the main
0: thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, this guy, serverings, he's talking about Knox is only 22. You know, like, like to, to me that 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 annoys me because I, I just put up I just put up his stats. You know, he's only 22. Everybody has a chance to grow. Even say like a guy like like um, uh, Marcus Morris. Nobody knew that he was gonna put up 17 points a game, be a go-to scorer with the Knicks that one year. You know, at 31 years old, nobody thought that he would give us that type of a season. When we signed him, we expected him just to be like, you know, just to be a filling guy because because Knox, you know, be somebody that they could teach Knox how to play. You know, that's, that's what everybody was thinking. But he ended up being a go-to guy for us. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you're always going to have that, that chance to shine. uh shout, shout out to um uh this dude. His name was uh, Mike James back in the days. uh He was a backup on um, on Detroit. You know, and then he went to Toronto and scored 20 points a game in Toronto. Then he never did it again in his, in his, in his whole career. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, things happen. Guys get flashes of light and they, they can play well, you know, whatever. So not, Knox, you know, he's 22. He has his whole career ahead of him. But 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 um you know you gotta call I hate saying that but you gotta call like a spade a spade. If the guy hasn't done it, ha- hasn't shown you any any um, um reason that he's gonna do that, then then um you gotta you gotta just um cut your losses, Connor. You know, like like you, you mentioned um Kevin Knox. Um like let's say if he, if he was assigned a small forward, whatever, you would you would trade Kevin Knox um to try to move up in the draft to get somebody um who, who did you mention? You mentioned Boop Knight? I don't know, it's a couple guys but
1: probably i'll probably do it for both now nah, i think i would i'll do a thing uh jalen johnson probably but i think he won't fall that De- i think Devion mitchell won for probably just due to age um, yeah.
0: it's a couple guys i see yeah. bodega he threw um diallo out there we talked about diallo a lot
1: yeah i like homie but you know i i, I still would like to trade up and, and at least get a guy that's on a four a four-year rookie deal because those, those those is important those is important we need those all right so if uh, and then once you get a four-year rookie deal depending on the salary right um you just probably sign we'll break for like 15 million two or three years or something like that you know but you
0: still got to get a point guard. It, everything just come back to that but well, the, the thing the thing with the with the point guards is that we, we, we kind of have a lot of guards on the team already you know I, I hear people talking about you know like like people starting to get the whole thing but they're 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 okay with keeping the guys that we have let's say if he was to uh resign roles you know we still got um uh quickly and then we, we got luca you know, so guys are starting to, to to come on to that part in fact based on those um videos that Luka put out you know and what they put out on Luka. Luca playing really well as the point guard. so that so then the other thing is is to get a fourth guard you know to to develop you know what I'm saying like are, are you are you in in on that you know just getting getting a third guy to develop because i th- I think that's that's carrying too many point guards because you know what it is situation If
1: Tim's already then put a couple guys situation this year, so I expect a couple of guys next year to be situation, you know, I expect them to follow with his tradition. So if you did it this year, make sure you do it next year. But see, next year, I don't want to mainly just for me, you know, quickly and only, I understand quickly about 19 minutes in the playoffs and I understand Ob. I don't know how much you got to play. probably 15 minutes, I don't know. But you cannot have them guys playing that little amount of minutes next year. Like, no, that's, that's not possible. You have to play these guys. And they're also saves random, you know, you play 200 more minutes next to, the ne- next to the next NBA player, bro, 200 more minutes. How many, how many games is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, man. They, you know, Thibodeau like likes his workhorse and, and stuff, but at, at the same time, he likes guys with experience. So quickly now has that experience, you know. You know, he he played decent or whatever, and then also too, looking just just from a, um like a money standpoint, like wh- why would we invest time and money on on a point guard if, if we're gonna bring back a whole bunch of these these guys, you know? Like we like, I guess we will hope to bring Bros back, you know. You know, I don't know what his price tag is gonna be, but like like to um to, to trade to get a get a point guard, you know, I'm I'm not really um. Not, not really trade, but just to draft. I'm okay, I guess, okay with drafting a point guard. But I mean, mm-hmm. like, like we, we, we definitely need to do something with that wing spot. And that's the first thing Tom Thibodeau said. Tom Thibodeau said that, that we need wings, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, Kevin Knox has value, like, like uh, my man said, he's 22, he can still grow or whatever. But I'm looking at like, like just basic stuff, like, like, um, those that, that shooting percentage is no good, man. You know, like he can shoot that, he can shoot the three, but there's a whole game that you got to be able to play. If he can't hit the three, then he has to be a threat. To do something else that's that's the difference with everybody that's on phoenix the, the mikel bridges and, and the other guy chris johnson and stuff if they don't shoot the three because they're three and d guys yeah if these guys can't shoot the three they definitely can can um can make something happen putting the ball on the floor and be a threat scoring the basketball you know what i'm saying that that's that's the one thing that um that uh kevin Knox doesn't have so you know, with, with that um, that two point percentage on um, staff, Mikael Bridges, you know, I didn't I didn't put it up here, but Ken, but Mikael Bridges, his two point percentage, if I'm not mistaken, is like sixty percent. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, me, let me actually pull it up just to just to be sure. But Mikael Bridges is actually pretty good from two point range. You know. So, so like, Bridges, yes yeah, yeah, yeah
1: hold on let me make sure yeah, wow, that's extremely impressive.
0: Um, fifty four percent from the field. Well, well, 64 percent from the two-point range. You know, so, so I mean, th- that means that means if he doesn't get the three, he can fake it, and maybe make a make a dribble move, and he could score. Mm-hmm. Something is happening there because he's playing starters' minutes. Something is happening there. If he can't get that three, he's gonna like if 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 the layup is there, he's he's able to finish at the basket or maybe get in between. I, I, you know, I don't really follow his game too much, but that stat alone just shows me that the, he has a little bit of skill, in you know, outside of shooting threes. You know, outside of shooting threes and dunking you know what i'm saying so that that really that sticks out to me man you, you, you know
1: what's, what's crazy about michael and i give him all props in the world you know he's in, the, he's in the nba finals i've been watching him all playoff and i've been extremely impressed with his development um he does not look like the same player from three years ago and he's averaging 13.5 points per game on the regular season 53% shooting. You, The playoffs, his defense has been stellar every game. He's just everything you would want, like Knox to be in a player where he he fits his role and he does it very well. Yeah. It's not to say that, you know, because Knox and his rookie year, he averaged 13.4 points per game, something like that. So Knox shown he's
0: capable
1: of doing it.
0: Well, that first year he had was 12.8, 12.85 um, five rebounds, one assist, uh, you know, uh, thirty eight percent from two point range, uh, thirty four percent uh, from three, uh, overall thirty seven percent from the field, you know. So, but also, who was his coach? You know, saying what was happening during that time, you know, that that all plays into it, comes into account too, and expectations too. His first year, you know, the the, the team was terrible, so you know he had a, a you know a chance to play. You know, there was nobody else. You know, I feel bad for Knox. Um, we saddled
1: Knox with a coach who just didn't know what he was doing. And I remember during the nine-game win streak when I was defending phased there you know when I was out on phased now bro? You had the audacity
0: to start having Knox and shooting back. <laughs> 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 he's an idiot bro he's this like can't be understated he's a freaking idiot
1: <laughs> like once he did that i said yo yeah, i'm i'm good with, with with this guy you know i i, I don't even want to see Kevin Knox. Yeah, i mean not even Kevin Knox. david Fisdale no more so david or david Fisdell, he gets fired and then they bring in mike miller mike miller has the audacity to start Mo harkins after the all-star Knowing we not going nowhere, we're not going to play, so it's like a part of it is the next fault, but part of it is Kevin Knox' fault because you got to have that fire in your belly, bro. Like, you can't just get these minutes, you got to play some stellar defense. Like, the one thing that I always stick with me is say you don't have to shoot well to play well, right? And when you don't have to, that just basically means if you're not shooting well, do something else on the floor to affect the game, you know. Prime example, bro. Jay Crowder had zero points. <laughs> he was a plus 19, bro. But when you're watching the game, his zero points did not impact the
0: score at all. It, it, he look, he looked like bad. he scored, <laughs> right? He, it looked like he scored the right. way he was playing.
1: Hey, <laughs> he's going to have to do something, man.
0: Um, Bye. You know, is it? Yeah, you get the ball being be, being able to like um, you know, just just look like he's gonna do something at, at least. That's the that's the, the least that he can do, you know. But but when Kevin Knox is out there, it's like he's just waiting. Like he's just doing what they told him to do. You know, he's there's nothing. else. There's no energy in his game. You know, showing that that he's gonna be that he's gonna be a threat to do something. And it, it's all it's all like like just like okay. Well, they told me to go to the corner, so I'm just gonna go to the corner. You know, there's no improvisation to his game. You know, and that, thats the difference between some of these other guys. These other guys, you know, they have that spark where if they—if they're gonna get a, a shot, they're gonna just make that. You know, they just have it in, in themselves to—to um—to be—to be better than than what someone's telling them that they are. You know, that—that's the difference between somebody like Knox and somebody like um, like any of these guys that we that we mentioned, even like a like a Chris Johnson. You know it's it, it's
1: crazy because you know you want to root for right? And then. You look at all the prospects that was picked around him. So, you know, they give me Colin college Colin Sexton was picked right before now We got SGA, you know, Shea out of the, the dude averaged twenty-four points, fifty-one percent from the field, four-point-seven rebounds, five-point-nine assists in 33 minutes, but minute, well, you know it, it, it's stuff like that when fans get mad, like, in maybe that was a drive blunder. <laughs> but I can't take back the pick because at the end of the day, I got RJ back. And maybe you have to go through, all right, you gotta take the shot because the draft is a crap shoot. So you got to take the shot. You know, it's like rolling dice. You got to roll dice. Roll the. All right. You aced out one, two, three. Right. Roll the dice again. Oh, you four, five, six. Then, like, you, you keep rolling the dice and then you get a guy like RJ, Downey. you know, get a gym like Mitchell Robinson instead of him. Get a gym like Name quickly, 25th pick. So, you know, it's a lot of draft games like you, you pick braz dangerous before Terrence mets Scott Perry like I didn't forget about that you know right <laughs> and the uh, end of the day you know it's I don't want to hate the game you know I want I want this seem successful but I don't really think that's going to be any real. No. just both for what happened last season and then just me finally just saying on it past few weeks I'm like how it we both human, right? I'ma sit there, die day, and I'm not gonna play a season and then next season, I'm just I don't I'm in influx, like I don't know if I'm going to get minutes or not, right? Probably going one out.
0: Because <laughs> I'm going one of those in the last well, you know, here's the thing. Like, like let's say, you know, we're we, we both working. You, you're working right now. I was working earlier today. So, like, like for, for me, I, I work with a team of guys every every uh, every day. I work with good guys that have good work ethic sometimes. And a lot of times I work with guys that have no work ethic. You know what I'm saying? And then a, lot of, a lot of times I work with guys that don't, don't know what the hell they're doing. So, in order to get the job done, somebody got to step up to the plate and, and make something happen. You know, everybody can't be an idiot. You know what I'm saying? You know, we all, we all there. we all we all on the court, per se. You know, we in the field doing what we're doing, but in, in order to in order to get it to get it done, somebody got to take the initiative, take the lead, whatever. Whether or not you're supposed to be in charge or not, you know, you, you if um you want the job to if you want the day to go well, somebody needs to do something. So so that, that's that's my analogy with, with Kevin Knox. Everybody keeps talking about his age, talking about his experience. This this from from where I'm speaking from. You know you know what I'm saying because you know I was 20 22 and stuff at 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 one point too. But you know I, you know I had I had a kid during during that time. You know I was living with somebody at the time you know that um, when when if you want things to happen if you want things to work out or whatever you you have to step up to the plate and and uh, and just take care of it cuz nobody nobody cares if you're if you're 22 or 32 or whatever people people look old people look young you know but but they only care about what, what you do at at the moment you know so like like Kevin Knox can be can be good in the future but in the real world it in the in the real world it just doesn't work that way you know every year somebody comes in and draft like, like right now we're talking about um, night and all these different guys that that, um, that are coming in the draft all these guys are coming in there's it's a whole new crop of players coming in you know so so Kevin Knox if he wants to be in this NBA he's got he's every year every year every day he has somebody else to 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 worry about to come in, to come into this um team right now the Knicks already said that we're looking for wings you know if we sign Kelly Oubre then then Knox has nothing you know um, even RJ Barrett RJ Barrett can slide over to the to the 3 sometimes you know, depending on what we do, maybe even Obi Toppin might, might play, and maybe we could slide Julius Randle to the three. You know, at the, at this time right now, we, we got guys on the roster that that's going mean, to push I mean, Kevin Knox out of here. But I mean, I'm saying I mean, the, the only thing you heard, the only thing you heard me say was Randall um sliding to the three. That's the only thing you heard me say. Yeah. You <laughs> know, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's guys on the roster that, that okay. um that are already on the on the team that could push Kevin Knox out of the equation. You know, and that that has nothing to do with with anybody but Kevin Knox.
1: Correct. And you you know, to be honest, when you look at all the free agents, probably damn, probably Julius Randle was probably the only free agent i probably say in my lifetime. No, and Carmelo Anthony uh uh Tyson Chandler. Who else was the old stuff? Um David Lee. You know, but he was drafting. Drafting being trade, you trade fan. I mean a trade fan? We didn't get him in free agency. Um, was there any free agents that you could think of in the past like 30, 30 years that's been an all-star for the mix? Who came as a free agent. Just so at the time I have right now, I, it's kinda of, it's kind of blurry, but I think Julius Randle from me is probably the, the only one that actually produced he ain't getting no trouble you can't get
0: no no drama with the media you know is there anybody you could think of? well if, or, you, if you're talking about 30 years we, we were losing like the last 20 so that takes that takes up a lot of a lot of guys you know uh free agency i think a did amari make the all-star um game yes um before that we haven't won much and then i guess you want to say spreewell right spreewell yes. made the all-star game Uh, As a free agent, I I I don't think Oakley was a free agent, Um, but I think Starks was a free agent, right? Starks became an all star. Oakley was traded though. Oakley was traded for Cartwright. But I mean, you know, throughout the course of the uh, history, you know, you're not not really going to get, you know, you're not really going to trade for guys that you know. It's like that's like a a rarity, you know, rarity to happen. You know, it's not it's not really easy to win in this league, man. You know, the Knicks are not the only team that was really bad. You got Sacramento was bad for a lot of years. Um, Phoenix, Atlanta. A lot of different teams um, were really bad for a lot of years, so so you know it's hard to to um, acquire guys that are going to become all star um, players because you you're only really talking about like what twenty four guys out out of um out of thirty teams you know plus you know f- you know five hundred something players or whatever whatever the hell you know so it's it's like like um it's it's a privilege really all that all that stuff you know. Well, hey, yeah. oh, Marbury, but Marbury was was on the um on Jersey when he when he's in the All Star game. See. You
1: they don't gotta well. In the last twenty years, I and mean, me watching the next, I know I, if I put thirty years, then you can't. I'm putting nineties and the nineties next to sound like a lot of OG fans. Like You, like, I could have like I watched it, but it, it's all blurry. It's like, OG mixtapes. I'm talking about like fifty years old enough, forty five years old enough, Like they watched everything, like so they know. What a decade of consistent winning looks like. Neon
0: out Oh, Allen Houston. Forgot about Allen Houston. Allen Houston, yes. Um,
1: sheesh. I think we've had since two thousand, the year two thousand. I think we've had.
0: But to put that in context, too, the Knicks were winning at the time. You know, yes. when, when the Knicks are winning, then then you can add the All-Star because you want to talk about Spreewell and Houston. Those are guys that we signed that became All-Stars. We also had guys that that um that went on to be All-Stars later on. Uh, I think Anthony Mason became an All-Star after he left the Knicks. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Camby. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't think Camby made the All-Star team. You know, it, it might have been close. But Kenya Martin made, made it made the All-Stars team once with the with the Nets. You know, so, you know, we, we, um, what, what else, uh, X-Man, I found out mistaken X-Man might've made an all-star team. I'm not really sure if he did or not, but we, we've had, we've had good guys throughout, throughout the years, I mean, you know, we get them at different stages of, of their career, but, but as you build a team, you're going to, you're going to end up getting guys. I like, say like, like a Derrick Rose, you know, Derrick Rose is, is a guy that, that used to be MVP, used to be an all-star. Now, now he's here. Just the skill level is going to be coming up a, as we start to build this team up, you know? So,
1: I'm looking at a I'm looking at a website, right? And it said the next top five for of signings. It was crazy. Like they put J.R. Smith, they played Anthony Mason. You know, R.I.P. the Mace. Uh, they got Jason Kidd. Well, that's something most important for those who enjoy the, 20th. Was it? the 2012, 2013. The 2012-2013 for those who enjoy that.
0: Jason Kidd was very
1: funny you know that that's
0: something that's yeah yeah okay. you, might, you might have to turn towards the towards the mic there I'm not sure if the guys, guys guys can hear you too good there you go
1: but like I was saying you know Anthony Mason uh J.R. Smith Jason K this is this website that I'm on you know, Allen Houston, John Starks, like you said, Julius Randle. Now, people, Julius Randle's probably the only one who looked like he can consistently give us production, if you know what I mean. Because those previous signings, you know, a lot of those guys, they got injured. You know, God forbid, let me knock a word. A lot of those guys got hit So, you know, like the Allen Houston of the world, you know, Spree you know, everything, everything you him, you know, stuff on Marbury, stuff in Crazy Like, Julius Randle hasn't been in no problems. Like, he's clean slate. And, and, he's, a, and he's never hurt, God, God forbid. He's never hurt, he always come to play, he plays hard. So I don't expect for him to, you know, be on no downside. No, nah, he can continue to get better. You know, he, 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 he's fine with me. But the next guy to not focus on the like I would like for them to build organically. We got four guys that I could do. I know we got four guys that could do, you know. And those four guys, RJ Barrett. Hmm. What are then you put me Robinson.
0: Who's that fifth guy, though? You got to put five okay. guys out there. Julius Randle. Mm-hmm.
1: Julius Randle is automatically going to be in the rotation next year. So I just right. do four guys that's automatically going to be in the rotation next year. Yeah, but
0: we need, we need that fifth guy, though.
1: Hmm. That's tough. Yeah, it's tough stuff because what, what route you want to take like do you want to sign Do you want to sign kyle lowry to a two-year deal do you want to resign third rolls see for me it's like why would you why would you why would you re-sign third rolls and re-sign like another vet point guard you know what i'm saying like why wouldn't you Role for somebody who's young and we can save their roles for the playoffs.
0: I get it you know we you know we got quickly and Luca I, I would rather see those guys you know take on take on a a larger role this year you know, take a big role on on this team mm-hmm. you know but, but we have a big hole at the small four spot so we're gonna we're gonna have to um do something with that I don't really see anybody in, in the draft that um that, that anybody's um anybody's like um like uh going for you know as far as small forwards are concerned. Everyone that's talking about draft, they're talking about like little guys. Book night, they're talking about uh man, uh whatever other point guards that, that are that are out there. As far as um small forwards as concerned, you know, you're gonna have to pay for one. You know, so like uh you know nobody wants to trade. That's that's another thing too that that annoys me about uh, the whole conversation. Nobody wants to trade. You know nobody nobody wants to spend money. But I mean but we do have a glaring hole to, to fill and we, we, we can't fill it in, internally because like I, I can't I can't see um can't see um, Kevin Knox becoming a guy that you can get the ball to, and he's going to do something because he hasn't done nothing yet in three years. Regardless of who gave him an opportunity, like you can't give Kevin Knox the ball and say, "Get me a bucket." You know, say if the shot clock runs down, you can't, you know, count on him to create offense or, or do anything, especially for himself. You know, so so that's that's a, a glaring hole. So we definitely got to do something with that. You know, sell
1: me on the sell me on the Mar DeMar DeRozan, I put you on the spot because you. Well, we had a, d- I hit two up earlier <laughs> so. because you know I said no,
0: but tell me on DeMar DeRozan. Well, the thing with DeMar DeRozan is that he's a, he's a bucket. He can score, and also too he's, he's a he's an assist man. He can handle the ball as well. So if if you get DeMar DeRozan, you got to slide RJ to the three, and you got to play that route. And then um you, by by getting DeRozan, you take the ball out of out of Julius Randall's hands uh, a lot, and um and you, you're gonna have to have him as as a facilitator. Now, what are you gonna do with the with the point guard spot? Do you do you upgrade quickly to play next to DeRozan, or do you try to bring Lowry in here to play uh, play with him in the backcourt? You know, it, you know, it, it it work it could work because because you got Julius Randall, he's a proven guy that could play. Uh, RJ Barrett's a proven guy that could play. We um, we're gonna talk about Mitch Robertson at some point in the show. But, um but you know the rosen you know you know and then and then Lowry you actually have a decent team there not saying that, that we're gonna win the championship or anything like that but we'll, we'll have a team that's good enough to bang with with, with with certain guys and then um we're gonna get that through our 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 um of the money that we have you know what i'm saying so you know if we if we do that and I, I wouldn't necessarily like it but it's it's like at least i could see okay listen now we, we can function a little bit those those times when where we couldn't get a bucket the rosens are going to get a bucket you know, what I'm saying he's going to be able to break down the defense and score. You know, you know, basically when he wants to, especially if RG's there and Julie Randall and and, and whoever we get to to um to play, uh, you know, point guard, he's he's going to be open. So you know, there, there'll be plenty of opportunities for him to score if he was if he was to bring him in here. Wait, hmm. if somebody said that you got to play um DeRozan at the three and RG RJ at the two, whatever, like whatever floats your ball because like mm-hmm. like if you – if you look at RJ, RJ never in his life averaged five, six, seven assists. Um, DeRozan has averaged five, six, seven assists. You know, what I'm saying um, you know, DeRozan has actually um, you know, um, made an All Star team playing um, shooting guard. You know, um, RJ's never played um, 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 never made an All Star team playing shooting guard. Also, too um, um, RJ's a power guy, and um, DeRozan's a guy that, that ball handles. You know, what I'm saying so, like if you want to put him at the three or the two, it's up, it's up to you. You know, it, I think, I think it really depends on on the matchups. You know, if you have the two and the three. You know, it's really like matches. But, you know, DeRozan can actually um, um, handle the point guard duties. Um, um, RJ Barrett can handle the point guard duties. You know, so, you know, that's why I lean towards him being a two. DeRozan, I'm talking about.
1: So, what you're telling me is, yeah, see, and he's right. Right. Seven rings is right. That's where you get me at because DeMar doesn't space the floor. So if I have the only way you can fit DeMar DeRozan in your star five is if that your center has to space the floor.
0: But you got four other guys. You got three other guys on the the squad that can can space the floor. You got Julius Randle, a power four that can shoot threes. You got RJ, and then you got whoever's playing point guard. So somebody like, got to be a rim protector. Or somebody got to be a rim runner.
1: But see, that's the it's see to see a guy like Demar, DeRozan, you don't want him without a big who can
0: space the floor. Like, it's, it's, it's a rough
1: fit. It, it's a tough fit. Alright, so
0: so like then DeRozan, so then go get a guy get a guy that, that can space the floor.
1: Who's so, that? Who who's the guy you want to space the floor? I'm trying to get you to sell me on this Demar Rosen. Like I, I'm trying to be fair, I'm trying to be objective to my opinion because I hate his fit next to RJ Barrett. Like I dislike it. Like, I, yeah. Like I mean, I don't, don't I
0: don't like it either. He, he he can't shoot the three, but I mean, the guy scores twenty points a game for his career. For the big majority, majority of his career, he's not a bum. People people talk about the Rosen like he's a bum.
1: He's not. He, he's not a bum. He's not a bum. But the. the
0: But his um, yo, severings is on is on the same page as you. Give give me a, a three point shooting um big, but okay, cool. So name that guy. You know what I'm saying? If, if you say if you say that you gotta get if you get the Rosen, you gotta get a three point shooting big. So who is that guy? I don't
1: want to say no names because I ain't gonna get crucified tonight.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, what's the name? Oladipo, Oladipo is one. He shoots a three. I don't know how much mm-hmm. Oladipo is gonna is gonna want. But um, but who else? Who else can you think of? You know, Bobby Portis. <laughs> like, you want to bring Bobby Portis in here? You know, um, who, who else out there is worthy of, of even even putting in the conversation to be your starting center that can shoot a three out there that's a free agent or somebody that we could trade for? Now it's crazy how DeMar DeRozan improved his game every year.
1: Um, he only shot the ball uh, fifteen times a game last season. Um, uh, Wow. His field goal percentage was fifty-one percent. Well basically fifty-two percent. Um his free throw percentage was eighty-eight uh, percent. I believe that's best in his career. That's very impressive. Uh 4.2, rebounds, but the six point nine assists is the one thing that he spoke about, his playmaking ability. But the reason why in just in today's NBA, you know looking at that center spot if he's my three, for me personally, I would want a day who can space the floor from three. Because you're gonna clog the paint now. Now today's NBA, you play uh four out one in, you know, you need Stacy. If you if you had a three point shooting big, you know you could definitely run DeMar model it's for for Demar Rosa. Your yeah, center has to be able to shoot threes. He has to rim him. But your your point guard, who you have, he gotta be a bulldog on defense. I like Kyle Lowry. Man, you know, I wish we could get Kyle. Lowry. Well, you know, I'm just being greedy. You know, I'm one of those guys. We go big or we go home. Like why? Why? Why we can't get both? You know. <laughs> it's just a thought. I mean, this is the reason why you will want a guy like Julius Randle going to team USA. And I sat and thought about that too. Because you see the interviewers and they, they talk I think they told the Bradley Bill. And Bradley Bill basically said, you know, our players, well, they actually, you know, our players on team up. Like, He's gonna team up, like not gonna talk about teaming up. He builds and Daddy Bills and the group, you know, it'll probably be a lot of talk. You know, regularly Indian talk, but you know they're gonna talk about playing the Olympics. Every time that Olympics happen, a couple of his players always find ways to play with each other. Um, and I wish Julius Randle just had that experience, and then he could really you know, talk to guys on the inside, but we still got maybe Quickly and Obi top and the what's this? The USA, the USA selecting, so they could probably recruit if if they you know they practice they practicing against the USA team members, and some of them could look at them like, y'all yeah, like that dude though, yeah, Quickly dude, yeah, quickly quickly show out on them. Just thinking hypothetically, like, Obi show out, oh cool like oh you playing defense Oh, you shooting the ball no quickly shooting the ball oh, all right we see what the next were going see what they told them about no we'll probably let's see what they do let's see if they hold on to their cap space you know now the NBA is a dark place bro. I, I think I was reading and I want to refer to you on this subject I was reading an article where the Raptors had an under the table deal. And they got their draft pick stripped, if I'm not mistaken. I'm back in the days, and where a guy was going to sign for five million a year for like
0: three years. Oh, it, I think it was them or the Timberwolves. Somebody might have been the Timberwolves. I think I think that was um, uh, what's the guy? Uh, uh, he was like the number one pick, you know, I think, nobody. for Golden State. Can't think of his. Thinking of his name right now. Yeah, man. Stay. Everybody. Everybody is uh um, mentioning that you're talking low tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like you're like um you're like um uh, low tonight for some reason. Um, uh, bro, they work me like a dog. My bad. <laughs> I got I got you. I know, I know you can't really can't really go crazy. Um, sometimes you know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm my fault, people. <laughs> no, no it was um uh, it was Joe Smith. Joe Smith was the guy what that he was talking was about. It? joe yeah, smith yeah, back in the days yeah, they yeah. tried to sign him to like a contract or whatever and then they ended yeah, up getting fined by the nba they stole their draft picks for a couple yeah. years that was like a stupid thing right. they did that it's probably right. one of the reasons why um kevin garnett left left from that um that team bro and and you think
1: about it that messed up their rebuild because now you have no first round picks you got a guy like kevin garnett on your roster and you can't really build you know those years that he was on the roster i think they got like four First round picks
0: come for that. Yeah, four was wasn't four? I think it was four or five. You know, somebody fact I'm will I, look right now. Yeah. Yo, I'm glad you mentioned Joe Smith because um, Joe Smith was that was a guy that he actually played good his first year, and then every year after that he played. Cause I, I'm not looking at the stats now, but but just from off off the top of the head, he ended up in Minnesota and actually regressed every single year. You know, and then they 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 um did that behind the of the back deal. For no reason you know when the for a guy that that was like um going backwards he was like benjamin button in the nba so i i just didn't really understand that see the, the, these these are things that people forget the history of the nba they always want really to remember everything bad that the Knicks did but i mean what did the you know there's so many other different things that just happened in this league especially the timberwolves you know you want to talk about the Knicks didn't get um stephen curry it's not because of the Knicks. Or because the Knicks didn't tank, or whatever they didn't do, um, Minnesota drafted two point guards in the, in the top seven. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? They messed up the whole damn draft because the Knicks, the Knicks thought they were going to get Johnny Flynn or or or, or, or what's the name? Um, Rubio or, or Steph. It was one of those three. You know, we, we we couldn't get either one of them, so that messed up the whole the whole draft for us that year. It's crazy. You know, and it connects with Knox too, man, because Knox. He scored 12 points a game that first year, and then every year after, he seemed like he's just getting worse and worse. You know, you know, he, he, like like the guy said, he's 22. He has a chance to get better, man. So you know, it is what it is. So for the Knicks, and, and you see. This is why I'm still
1: mad at the Knicks, to Knicks game. I'm still mad at them a decade later. I'm I'm mad at them, and I'm mad at the fact that they never traded up the gifts Steph Curry. You're the number one market. How you don't do a deal like that? It's in your life.
0: But you gotta remember Don Nelson too. Don Nelson was was in Golden State. He wasn't gonna, um, you know, the way that the way that he is. He he wasn't gonna get rid of um, Steph. You know,
1: Don Nelson you, you is a trader with the Wolves. You could have got something done with the Wolves, bro. I'm pretty
0: sure their management was that trash to where you could have got a trade with. Them. You see the GM? The GM was David Khan. That guy's like that guy's a freaking space cadet. I think I think he has like a, a restrainer order in the front from the Timberwolves. He can't like be anywhere near the Minnesota arena for like, like a like a thousand feet or something like that. So they are treating him like a sex offender over there in freaking um Minnesota. David Khan was a freaking idiot, man. Worse yeah. than Scott Layden. worse than Isaiah, like the worst GM of all time, probably. Worst GM of all time. Yeah, that's an all time blunder.
1: Yeah. That's an all time limit. When you try to have two players before that, a certain player, like, and both and of them, if you move your cool, we ain't no two time MVP, three time MVP champion, Steph Curry. That's a wonder, a big blunder that the Knicks cannot do no more. Yeah. They have to trade up, you know? they have to trade up. They owe it to us, like, even with Knox, like, what was Scott Perry's mindset with him the fact that actually he was like what was he thinking about you know when he was drafting Knox, was he going to play in the first year and not playing the second year I'm confused with not well, well I'm not confused because he he ain't playing with no heart but
0: you know I'm trying to be objective with that but well they not, they say that he killed the, the workout he he uh, it was supposed to have been um uh, Mikhail. Um, you know, Mikel Bridges and um and Miles Bridges, they both were there at the workout and now supposedly bust their ass. You know, so they, they were like you know blown away, you know, by him, by his by his, his family, and just by the you know, they, they were just blown away in, in the workout. So, you know, I, I could stand by that. You know, you know, if he did well in the workout that he had with the Knicks, and the Knicks were, were um said, Okay, this is gonna be our guy, then you gotta you gotta just you know take it, take it for what it is, you know. And there was potential too, he's young. See, Kevin Knox
1: too. I want to talk about a guy real quick. Since you went right back to that topic, uh, Michael Porter Jr. and <laughs> do average 19 points per game. when he was six ten. You know, you see, you heard the stories about his, his back. You know, in the Knicks history, they wasn't good with prospects like that. And the dude just shot 54% from the floor, 45% from three. You know, it's 7.3 rebounds. He plays aggressive, he plays confident. Remember the top, remember when, I think we were talking about it too. Remember when. He called out his coach, and he said, he said, Coach, why I can't get no more shots? For Michael Porter? Yes. And you like, oh, I like a kid like that. Got that fight in them. Like, I want the ball. Like, I'm nice. Like, give me the ball. Like, you want people like that.
0: You, you want people like that. And it's, it's crazy how the Knicks well, you know Kelly Oubre just said the same thing in the interview. I forgot who what show he was on, but they asked him about money, and he was like, "Yo, that he want twenty million dollars. He wants the opportunity to 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 do more in his career, and all and all sort of stuff." So he's basically saying the same thing Michael Michael Porter Jr. said. You know, and then and then you know, if somebody that's hungry like that, maybe maybe he might be worth giving money to, but but that's the opposite. the 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 fan base see the smirk that you made. The whole fan base is do, is doing the same thing. They're like, "Yeah, whatever." I'm not a fan of uh, kelly uber at all but it's it just that uh, he's he's the, uh, he's dangling he's a guy i think if we want to call it kelly uber he would be a nick because i don't think there's anybody mm-hmm. out there that's willing to willing to give him a little bit of yeah. extra money or that's a starting role in the nba right now that's
1: blasphemous that's blasphemous i don't know about blasphemous because he did
0: average 18 points one year He have a 16 nah, points
1: one year you nah, not for no 20 million bro. there's no way you can sell me on that That you can't sell me on. you can sell me on the more the I'll
0: give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that all day. But yo, know, Julius Randle averaged, averaged 20 something. He averaged 2010. I forgot 2010 and um uh no, excuse me, 28 and 3. I guess that, that, that's what he averaged 20, 21, 8, and 3 before he came to the Knicks, and nobody wanted to give him 20 million dollars. He didn't get the, he, well, you know, he, he got 19, 18, 19, whatever. Well, people didn't want to pay him that. They were saying that he was overpaid at the time when we brought him over here. But he but he came in here averaging 20. 21 8 and, and 3 whatever it was. And then the, if he followed his first year with the, with the Knicks 19 whatever what was it, 19 10 and uh, and and 3 whatever. So I mean like 10. I'll give him 20 and ten. All right,
1: 20 say 20
0: and 10. 10. But what's the price of 20 and 10? You know what how much do you pay got it the average is 20 and 10? It depends it depends on how he gets 20 and ten. <laughs> but 20 and 10 is 20 and 10. There, there's people out here that want to pay Frank Nilakina $15 million a year. And he hasn't done any, any, anything close to that. And then, they'll, then they'll come and flip it on me and say, "Yeah, but you can't look at the box score, bro. You know." But, but fifteen million to twenty million dollars is a lot of money. People want to pay Lonzo Ball twenty million dollars, and all, all he does is lob passes. You know, he he doesn't even get to the basket.
1: I I, I can't let you dish, see, Lonzo. I can't let you really disrespect like that. Like, he's he's cool. There's, what has he done co- though? That, that, huh?
0: What, is he, what has he done?
1: you right. But you can't really say that about Lonzo because he's on a trajectory. He's on an upswing. So is Kelly Oubre. Know, but Lonzo, Lonzo, come on now. Lonzo got a higher selling than the That's and what people he, say. See, that's a yo, yo, he, yo, I can't yo, yo, that. It depends yo. on who, who you want the ball in their hands. Oubre or Lonzo. You want Lonzo with the ball in the hands. Oubre is not known to be a passer. I think he averaged less than two assists for his career. So we know Lonzo can move the ball. We know Lonzo can play defense. We know Lonzo can throw out guys said. We know Lonzo can he he can shoot the ball now. These are facts. You're not gonna uh
0: like, But who was Lonzo's was, teammates though? Who was Lonzo's teammates? I know Lonzo didn't play, didn't play point guard, you know, per se, you know, but but both, bro- real quick. Okay. Both coaches who played them as shooting guard got fired. Go ahead. Yeah, but you know, you, you're talking about um so so um playing Lonzo Ball as, as shooting guard is what made them not not win because they because you want to talk about Zion, all NBA um kind of player. Uh, um Brandon Ingram um puts up numbers out of out of control. They got um Aquaman over there. Um, um Drew, um, what's the name? I keep saying Drew Bledsoe, but um Bledsoe was over there. They they got a, they got a couple other guys too that, that are decent. So if you if you mean to tell me you mean to tell me that um that they, they didn't win over there because lonzo was a shooting guard lonzo they already got two okay.
1: bro let me when you start Lonzo a shooting guard next to eric bledsoe when zion and stephen adams stephen adams a big not space before that is such a ridiculous lot one two Lonzo plays better in the fastest system he watched it with alvin gentry right and it's like you, you barely see the law passes now because he put the ball in his eye on him that is ridiculous to me to put the ball in his eye on him he's 280. you don't want that man bringing up the ball every time but he's no. nice though it, he's Brandon, nice. Brandon want, ingram does, does the, the same thing not not the 280 bro not the 280. not every time bro you trying to save that man yeah
0: you, i get nah. that I get that. I, w- I wouldn't do that either if I w- if I was a coach. You know, I, I would definitely want to play a up more up tempo style. If you're going to have two, you know, like like all-world um, you know, forwards at, at you know in um and Zion and Brandon Ingram, you know, the, you you would de- you you know, Zion say that they, you guys need to run up and down the court. You know, they they didn't play the right way. But still they still mm-hmm. have those players. Mm-hmm. You know? Let's see see
1: so let me let me let, let, let me defend let me defend Lonzo. With so Lonzo, I hmm. Kyle Kuzma looked like he had all to, all star potential next to Lonzo. What happened when he left Lonzo? He
0: started winning because he got LeBron. Yeah, but look at his numbers. He looks worse. Because he's playing because LeBron is there.
1: So but he looks worse. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. Me, Zion is a type of player I would love for Lonzo to play with like a decade. If I was New Orleans, but I don't know how they think it. That's just me. That's just me. And then Thibodeau is the type of guy. Like, me and you both said, and I want you to explain this real quick. Um me and you both said, "Lonzo Ball is not a penetrating point guard." Me and you both said, that. and we both said that Lonzo is not a tennis point guard.
0: So, do you think it's a possibility we could get Lonzo here? Yeah, we, you know, we we me and you talked about it plenty of times. I, I, I would I would like Lonzo here, but you know, I'm not thinking of Lonzo as a point guard because like if if you if you look at um if you just pull up his highlight tape, like uh. Like the, the recent holiday tape I, I looked at, um, every single pass that they threw, um, Lonzo Ball was throwing um just just lob passes, lead passes, catch get getting the ball off a rebound and throwing the ball over top of the people's heads for layups. You know what I'm saying? How many how many times can you get on um, points like that in in a game? You know what I'm saying? You, you're not you don't play the um, the um the game off of a rebound every single time down the down the court. You know that that's not this is not gonna work. You know outside of that. Um, whatever passes that he's making it, it's like he's getting like like superficial penetration and then he just kicks it out to the, to the other guy but it's not like like he's necessarily drawing like drawing attention to, to, to himself and then hitting somebody with a no-look pass or nothing like he's just giving guys basic passes you know if a guy cuts to the basket he gives him a pass and he, it's not he's not really doing anything that's so like so crazy that that, that yo we got to get this guy on the team but at the same time i do acknowledge the fact that he that he um, did improve the three-point shot so I mean, you know, he, he would be he would be really good playing in the same spot that that um that New Orleans put him in. I wouldn't put him on the ball because I, I don't think he's a he's a good point guard. He I, I think that he that he's a guard, he's a good guard. I would start him, you know. But if you start him, you gotta put him next to somebody that that um that that um that can get busy. You know, you gotta start That's him with somebody that can get busy.
1: That's a fact. And it's crazy because you know, under Alvin Gentry, you know, they play the fastest system. And he averaged seven assists six, right? And you switch to stand gun he plays the slow pace system, and he averaged 5.76. So we know he could run some offense, you know? all right? We know you could play fast, and also, but he also averaged 14.6 points per game, which mm-hmm. was a career, out it, you know. So you got to take that into account, Dog. And he was, matter of fact, the main part too. He's 6'6. He's switching. He averages 1.5 stills for his career. So we know he's going to get out there, it. We know he's going to get out there on defense. But the only thing. And you hit on that subject too. You said Ronzo is the type of guy. You can start him, but you want to start him next to a guy who gets busy. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, so,
0: that. I yeah somebody that that can get to the basket and make something happen because, um, Lonzo ball, you, you, are going to, you're going you're gonna to give him the ball and he's going to, he's going to be like, you know, just kind of like smiling and shit on the, on the side. He doesn't, he doesn't really uh, create action. Yo, I'm going to piss you off right now. Cause I, I'm, I'm trying to, trying to do that. Like, um, I'm trying to, trying to get your energy out, but it, it, it's the fact though. Like you mentioned that Alvin Gentry, you know, um, you know, got uh, you know, played a faster uh, pace and, um, uh, Lonzo ball mm-hmm. averaged more assists. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. shout out to, um, Alfred Payton. Right, because Alfred Payton played with um with Mike Miller and um and uh the other jackass that we had as as a coach, and um he averaged um Alfred Payton averaged 10 points, same thing like this year, but also averaged seven assists and f- and uh, and 4.7 rebounds. You know, outside of him too, like we, we want to go to um to the Pelicans. For the Pelicans, he averaged um 10 and 7 as well. Uh for uh, I think I, is it the same coach it was it Alfred Gentry too? It was it was with Alvin Gentry also. You know what I'm saying? So Albert Gentry got um um Alfred Payton to average seven assists also. Uh shout out to uh, Orlando. You know, Orlando he, he averaged six assists for his career in Orlando. Uh for his career, he 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 averaged um 6.2 assists. So last year he averaged 3.2 assists because um you know Tom Thibodeau did it did him the same way that Stan Van Gundy did Lonzo on Lonzo Ball. The only thing different is that Lonzo Ball figured out how to shoot, and uh and Alfred Payton didn't. <laughs> You're spot
1: on. I can't believe <laughs> you did I'm so mad you did that. Why are
0: you? What the? See that this, this yeah, is my job. My job is my job is to put a fire underneath you, man. To to uh, to get to, uh get you your juices pumping, man. Is,
1: you is wow. Everything you just said was the truth. Yeah, um, I'm just reading stats. That, and that's just all stats. But I tested to tell you, a blind man to tell you, Alfred paying ain't good. So. Me. Last year, it, well, it, well, both years he was playing with us. He wasn't
0: good just for me. Yo, ten and seven. Like you want to talk about like the last twenty years? Like, how, like who was good point guards for the Knicks? Alfred Payton. If you put if you put stats uh, next to each other, Alfred Payton will be one of the be- better point guards that we've had in the yo, last twenty years. Yo, die. <laughs> 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 ten and seven, ten seven and four. You can't freaking argue that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else really averaged close, like close around there. You know, you know. And and also, Alfred Payton got us to the playoffs as a starting point guard.
1: <laughs> yo, this what the... Yo, that's one of the most blasphemous things I've ever said. Ever heard you say?
0: It's blasphemous, but it's the truth. <laughs>
1: it it yo, sounds crazy, mad... but
0: yo, it's the truth.
1: You're a madman um yeah pretty much did, did, would you just oh my god I was about oh my god I almost said oh my god Alfred Payton was such an abomination for you to mention him with, with yeah he gonna win a ring in China um
0: yo what's the other point guard that, that we had Um, that's that's about to get a ring with Phoenix right now what's his name who Langston Galloway yeah, Langston Galloway. They keep saying, oh, Langston Galloway is on the, is on gonna get a ring before the... yeah, but Langston Gallery not even playing, man. It's like, what the hell? I mean, at least if you get a chance to compete for a ring, I mean well, a chance and to watch so it, watch it in the best seat of the house, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm proud of guys like Cameron, uh Payne, uh
1: can't can't Marty Collin was the best player. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, yeah now yeah. it's getting crazy
1: this is like in yeah because you you
0: that statement you
1: just said was blasphemous bro how you going to say alpha in tennis like man he was so bad he was so bad bro and it's like you you wanted to like him but he did things that just irritate you bro. You
0: yeah he was he wasn't RJ good
1: man oh he's like you see rj open in the corner the man he
0: Oh my god, <laughs> he's 26 so too. You know, Alfred Payton is is he 20? No, he's 27 actually. 20, he's 27. It looked like he lost a step. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, maybe injuries and stuff like that. Alfred Payton is crazy, man.
1: Yeah, but please, Lonzo Ball, don't even don't even get compared to. Right, Lonzo but, Ball has a if Lonzo well, Ball reaches the
0: ceiling, if he, if if was, he was, was a fifth, we we'll all be drunk. That's what they say, right? That's what we said about Julius Randle last season. Now, look at him. You got
1: people fighting you for it. <laughs> just, just stop yeah. saying. You got people, all right? So, we, we, we can't do that to everybody, bro. Yeah. Don't do that to everybody, bro. No. Lonzo Ball. What would, you, food, pay bro. What would fact, you pay him?
0: What would you pay him? Huh? What would you pay him? After what I just seen last two years,
1: bro i might be willing to give him 25.
0: god <laughs> damn 25 million dollars
1: yo I. Oh. Yo, it, it, yo it is that all right 20 million let's start with 20 million 18 million no yo bro you got to take it into consideration right? what did he do what can what can you do what, what did he do, do? What, you want more you want another year of just non point guard he could play some point ball. I'm not going to let you just say, say oh, you can't. You could can play, mate. Yeah. He averaged seven assists before. Right? Yeah. What What, what you going to do? You going to pay 30 years for, um, I mean, 30 years. You going to pay 30 million for Kyle Lowry? That's what you're going to do? Look, no. You going to give Kyle Lowry two years, 25 million? You, you, wouldn't give, you wouldn't give the younger guy that deal and just think that he went boom? He already well, played with Randall, like he well, played with Randall. And you seen when Randall also, um, now that it came to my brain, Randall, when he left the Lakers, there's a video out with Lonzo. And you like, oh, Randall? You, you, you want to become a free agent? He's like, damn. You know, and it looked like Lonzo was like, they was like good teams, you know. Randall never talked that about Lonzo. You know, they played with each other already. The connection is there already. It's just the fact that
0: is the connection there with Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, we, we talked about it too, about about um Tom Thibodeau getting guys that, that he can rein in, that he could teach, you know, guys, you know, guys that that, are, that don't have that big ego. You know, so like I said, Lancer Ball, I am not against it. You know, if Lancer Ball comes here, you know, I'm not gonna be like, Yeah, we got our point card, oh my god. I'm not gonna go crazy like that, but I I, I know for a fact that we got better if we get Lancer Ball. You know, but you know. We are gonna have to bid for them.
1: That's why I'm saying, like, think about it. We've been starving for for like a franchise point guard for about 20 years, right? Now you got to change this off season. You know, you got 60 million in cap space. You can't sell this the fan the, the fan base. You can't sell this to the fan base of where you have 60 million in cap space and you don't get us a young uh, a young point guard of some sort like people like people understand this you can still get Lonzo and still get Kyle Lowry you get what I'm saying you, like you, it's still possible like you just don't box yourself in. like just don't think like oh you get Lowry and you can re-sign Rose Nah, think outside the box maybe you could offer Lonzo a deal maybe you could sign Kyle Lowry I mean the reports are saying he want a bunch of money and what, you want 25 million, two-year, 50 million? Like, just build out your roster. You never know what could happen. I, but they got to look at all avenues to get the point guard because you cannot, the fourth seed, and I really want you to talk about this, do having the fourth seed put extra pressure on the Knicks because now we're looking for a point guard. Now you Going into off season with of sixty million cash space, anything less than forty one wins next season is a
0: failure. Do you agree? No. So I don't. I don't think there's really? any 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 pressure really. There's always pressure. You know, there's always a little bit of pressure to succeed. You know, because because if you don't succeed, it looks bad. But I, I don't think it's pressure like that. Like like where we're like, oh my god, we have to do this or it's gonna look bad. You know, it, I, don't, I don't think it's like that. I just think that the Knicks are on. They they they. They're on a different level i think right now it's a different organization you know so i think i think they expect to win themselves you know what i'm saying so I, I think they do have a plan in place but like I, I think i think right off the bat lonzo ball it would be nice to get him but i feel, i feel like i feel like um we, we kind of could, could ignore the point guard spot again because we, we we just got luca I, I think luca's gonna gonna surprise us in this olympics and people are really gonna be talking about him you know once the olympics is over and then you know i still i kind of believe in, in um in emmanuel quickly People automatically say, "Nah, he's gonna be Lou Williams for the rest of his life," you know. But but people want to tell me that, "Yo, um, Kevin Knox is only 22," you know. He got a lot a lot of room to grow. But Emmanuel quickly, nah, he can't grow. He's only just gonna be uh, Lou Williams for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that the, the first thing that, that, that popped on me with, with Emmanuel quickly is is uh, like he was um leading on, on his first um, time ever playing as a Nick in the preseason. Talking to the refs, he was you know he, he won the point guard spot right off the bat. We, you know we we talked about this um the last show. But I mean, you know, Ooh. like that—that—that um—that jumped out at me at first, man. So he has that ability to do that. So, um, you know, in today's NBA, you know, it's not like back in the days where guys were um were really um like passing like that. You know, you know, really, really um, you know, just like I think Chris Paul is like the only one that really does that now. But even Chris yes. Paul's scoring a lot now—thirty-two points a game. The last yes. uh, I think the last couple of games he played, thirty-two points. Bro, you know, t-
1: in, in today's NBA, it's a group effort. Like your point guard played me, play made, but you got to have a sh- another uh, playmaker. You got to have at least three to four playmakers. I'm watching Phoenix. You got, Cam, you know, Cam McPain, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. So you know those three is going to get the ball. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know your offense is going to go through those three. And then everybody is, you know, pick your spots and you secondary creative and you didn't see that, you didn't see that. But that's what the Knicks got to find. and. Let's stay on that man. quickly subject real quick and then we can we can get in the so, Yeah. I love Quickly. Uh Quickly said that today, actually on you know on Twitter, quickly was talking about his experience at the USA Select Team practice. And he talked about how he was picking uh Kevin Durant's brain. And he's going to get some work in with Kevin Durant this summer. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm very proud of Quippy. I love the kid. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's. I he could be a little I think he could be something better than that. I think he could. He had. He's another guy like R.J. Barrett, who is 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 scary because if Tim's just if Tim's saying, I want him. I'm gonna send you if you don't shoot 13 shots. Man. Because he could trust him. After coaching him, you know, his first year, you know, you, you, now that y'all can trust each other, now I can give you a better role. So you might not need Alec Burke. You might not need that type of guy because now quickly could be that guy. Or you say that you want to, you could start quickly. Cool. Is quickly working on his playmaking during that USA 2 uh, mini select camp. So, I would love to see the kid turn into our son, oh, God. I agree with you about Luca. Which is staying with quickly, real quick. What is it selling for him? What do, you, what, do you, what do you see for him two years from now? What you think we'll be talking about when it comes to Quirky?
0: Well, Emmanuel, quickly, basic, like, um, just uh like him adding adding stuff to his game because right right now he he can get to the basket he he has a step back um, um jump shots from everywhere he can step back anywhere he can he can pull up that that floater anywhere um he needs to work on change of pace um and maybe um just some something other than a, a floater you know if he, if he can just get that in there, which is not really asking a lot you know just um you know work with a trainer work with a trainer it doesn't have to be a famous one of the famous trainers. It could just be any trainer. Work with any trainer that, that works with guards and get him, get him um another move. Just get him another move in the mix, and then he's gonna be hard. I don't know. How, I don't know how you guard him. I don't know how you guard him, man. You quickly once once he figures that out. Once he figures out pace and stuff, because he understands the game already. He doesn't need to understand yeah. the game. He just needs to get that that extra um extra thing, you know.
1: Quickly, just needs to get. His, you need to get on uh, the skills up. IQ playmaking and his defense. He gotta be gotta walk up. He gotta get stronger. You got his upper body, he gotta get stronger. He can't be getting destroyed every time an opposing guard is in front of him. Like he got destroyed in the playoffs. And I can fully understand why I I had to take him off the court. I fully understand. When I was looking at Quick and I'm like, yo, he gotta get off the court. They, they keep attacking him. And I don't I don't wanna kill a guy. But at least he's doing some playoff minutes, and I respect that from Thibodeau. But it's like my God, he his defense—he got to improve his defense. That's the one major thing. Like I hope uh, quickly, he's definitely uh, picking Kevin Durant's brain, poles, and the rest of those players. Like ask them questions, soak up everything. Look at look at the moves that they're doing. Like look at their pregame uh, drills. You know, he's practicing most likely against Damian Lillard. And I'm hoping that Damian Lillard, you know, you can pull him aside too and and talk to uh, Miller quickly too. You know, you got people saying, people saying uh, you could be Damian Lillard. I can see the comparison, but, you know, but we're going to have to see if R.J. Barrett playmaking has gotten better, right? think Julius Randle playmaking got has gotten better. Like now, it's they now they got a couple of seasons together. Obi Toppin now he got a season together. And if if you put quickly in the starting lineup, you know you're starting quickly. RJ Julius Randle. How many shots you would want uh, to, uh for quickly to take a game? Preferably like how many threes you would want him to take? But for me, I'm talking like high value. I, I want him to shoot at least. Well, Is it, five a game high value?
0: Yeah, for six. nowadays guys are shooting seven, six, seven a game. So some, some of these these players. Six, seven. Let me let me see. Yeah. Uh I'ma see. I'm gonna look at his um his per 36. Cause um his per 36 um you know uh stats are kind of crazy. Uh 20 yes. points a game, 21 points a game. Uh, this is a low on th- um, um 3.7 uh, rebounds is 4 uh mm-hmm. you want to talk about three pointers uh 8 <laughs> if he if he played 36 a game 36 minutes a game he would have been averaging 8 attempts at 3 shooting 38% you know that that, that sounds him. like a lot huh he, yeah, yeah
1: yeah his net rating was up too yeah one of the highest net ratings out of all the rookies which is crazy 7.1 plus per 36 and per 36 points per 36 21 and 2.2 2 points per game. wow and quickly is going to be a stud and you know i'm i'm barking i'm balking. i'm barking at people
0: about the little trade like nah man I'm, i don't want to trade these guys like quickly nah. here's something to throw at you like um uh somebody yeah. mentioned um damian lillard but jamal murray uh, just last year, the season that he, um, that he got hurt or whatever, he averaged 21, 4 and 4. With um, yeah. with uh, what is it, six attempts at, at three? You know, so, you know, somebody like that, he doesn't have to average a lot of assists because you got, well, I mentioned this before too, they, they got the Joker over there in Denver. You know, so, um, you know, Joker um, does a lot of the passing. So, you know, right now, Julius Randle does a lot of passing. And so, if, if, um, if Emmanuel quickly could come in here and just score, you know, because we're going to be playing a little bit different, and then plus two, like you know, it, it'll it'll depends on who else we who else we bring in here, you know.
1: Hmm. We who who ideally, so so let's stay on the equipment topic. I, I love you, man, you Um, ideally, what position would you want RJ Barrett to play, next to you, Man equipment, and then who's who's a, who's a guy? Or that that comes to your mind that you want starting next to quickly
0: like shoot guard or small forward Uh quickly man uh you know like i said quick quickly quickly has to develop develop another move if he gets another move mm-hmm. then then mm-hmm. then um he sh- he's gonna really really be really good man so i i anticipate him doing that though every, everybody gets better in the off season every good player i should say get back gets better in the off season uh, you know, I mean, if you if you get quickly there, you, you're gonna need somebody that that's not gonna be as like um like ball hungry, you know. So uh, Lonzo Ball, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying Lonzo Ball doesn't doesn't penetrate, and and he's looking to to make the hockey assist. He's not necessarily looking to to to, to make make something happen and whatever. So you put you if you if you if if guys want uh, Lonzo Ball, then I, I would um I would I would get him, and then you got quickly because the quickly is not gonna be a guy that you that you're gonna be looking for him to um. get a lot of a lot of of assists that way you know so you're going to need that second guy to be able to make those passes you know because you you want that ball to come back to quickly because it's going to be a your other scorer you know
1: that's fact and yo shout out to the chat man i i love they're getting busy they're getting busy i can't lie he 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 got me Lonzo ball shot eight threes a game last season so we know he's going to space floor, and we already know that his three point percentage is on the upswing, right? Yes. So, somebody just put a lineup, a starting lineup, right? You got Quickly, RJ, DeRozan, Randall, and Mitch. My issue with that lineup is DeMar needs a floor space in big. You already, I already stated this. Like any lineup with DeMar, your center has to space the floor or is. Or always going to be clunky because demar is locked he's not looking to shoot things. he's looking to penetrate he's a mid-range area guy he might have played the pinch post just like julius Randle. so
0: somebody got to play the perimeter somebody got to play the three point but the other guys do though you know julius randall he shot like 47 from three so he, so he's going to be out there you know julius randall not for nothing he don't really get the ball in the, in the post everything is like face up for him. You know, so he's gonna be in the perimeter. You got R.J. too. R.J. Has, has hasn't played the post yet either. You know, he's been mostly like like a three and D kind of guy. Just you know, for the most part.
1: Oh, that's cool. Uh,
0: I can't Demar Derozan. Uh,
1: even when I see, even when I read that lineup, I'm like nah. Because he's not a def- he's not the defender that I want. You know, looking at Demar Derozan. I'm just speaking that as far as like if I had quickly in the starting line. Quickly is. He plays like an undersized too, but today's NBA, it's a group effort. You know, not really. It's it's not really a lot of guys who average ten assists anymore. You no, know, it's, it's a group effort. You just named Jamal Murray. You know how bold dominant Jamal Murray is, bro. Literally, like, I remember me and my bro we watching the Denver game. Denver was in the playoffs last year, in the playoff series against the Utah Jazz. Me and my bro watching, we saying there, we chilling. I'm looking at the fourth quarter i'm like yo bro jamal murray not passing the ball no more bro he's shooting every time literally like i told i said to him, i said yo he's shooting every time bro i'm looking and you watching the game jamal murray coming off the screen or Jokic? yo bro he did not pass the ball not one time he he passed it for a hockey since probably like twice but in this like five six minutes spin, I think it was probably the game when he went off for fifty plus points, bro. That man was hot as grease. And when you got your point guards today who really ball dominant like that, then you gotta have a big who can offset his ball dominance, who can spread the, you know, spread the wealth. Kind of like you know Draymond Green. You know, you got Curry, he's working. You got Jokic, you got Murray, you got, you know, those guys take turns. So all right, man, I love that comparison. Uh just as far as like quickly and the archetype, but Jamal Murray's hand is ridiculous, he, Yeah. His handle was so unique.
0: He could get he could get
1: past anybody. We know this. So he's gotten he better past, and better every year too,
0: though. He's, he's you know, the projection of of his stats has gotten better and better every year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: man, you gotta give me a three, bro. you, you gotta give me a three. You gotta finish up that, that that point guard this quickly at point guard now, right? R.J. I don't care which position, shooting guard or small forward. You gotta pick me a player who you will want the Knicks to get if they was to go that route.
0: But at the same time, I'm still waiting for that that back that uh, that that center that can shoot a three. in that case, uh, we can get uh, we can get quickly ball and slide RJ to the three. Then you got Julius Randle and then um, uh, Mitchell Robinson at center. That could work. That could work. But you
1: still need somebody who's opposite of Mitch, because it got, it's going to come to a point in the playoffs where you got centers who can't face the floor and. In the fourth quarter, you can't play him. Want to bring I'm KP back. back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you go explain to the people. Oh, Lord. Explain to the people why you just asked me that. I'm
0: going I'm to go. Because no. somebody said it on Twitter. <coughs> oh, Twitter has been has been uh, like not a hot topic, but it's been rotating. I was watching people talk about KP coming back to the Knicks. Oh, my God. You know, first of all, he makes way too much money, so that's not happening. And we're not, we're not trading Dallas back their draft picks. To bring back KP, <laughs> but um, but speaking of KP, you got uh, Laurie uh, Marketing. He's a guy that um, that the Bulls they I don't think they extended um, the the qualifying offer. Laurie Marketing. We talked about Laurie before. You know what I'm saying? So Laurie Marketing might be a guy that we can probably squeeze in. You know, um, I, I also mentioned um, Kevin Love. People don't like Kevin Love. You know, in that Sexton trade, if he was to bring Kevin Love here, Kevin Love could be the backup center nah. to Mitch. Nah. <laughs> it's always it's always <laughs> not nah. it's always not nah, but who's the guy though kelly marketing if he
1: he averaged nine rebounds in in, in one season he played on the gym boiler. he can space the floor is he a center is he tough enough for new york i don't know but in terms of mitchell robinson i don't need two bigs who can't space the floor if you're watching the playoffs you gotta have some bigs who can shoot the three, or they're gonna pack the paint. Julius Randle. You need more. You need more shooters. More? You need, you more you big men? Nigga shoot threes? Who's rebounding? You. You, need, you need more shooters. Who's get rebounding? With the pro- get with the program. Who's <laughs> rebounding? Bro, you get with the program. That's today's NBA. You gotta get with the program, bro. You gotta get with the program. It,
0: here's the program. the program. Phoenix. Phoenix has a center. Look at look, look, look uh, at Phoenix's center.
1: AN is shooting. No, he's dominant. He's they want to win a
0: championship.
1: Jumpers. Yeah, he's, he's shooting mid-range jumpers. He's not spacing the floor from the three. But his touch around the rim, I think he's shooting like 71% from the field. Like 70, like 83% in the paint in the restricted area. Like my, my Lord. The big Mitchell Robertson led the league <laughs> in
0: field goal percentages the year before. Remember Get, people but, people were comparing him to Will Chamberlain.
1: <laughs> can we be realistic, brother? Like <laughs> the man had 20 and 19, bro. Like yeah. he and he could go, I love Mitchell Robinson. But AM offense is just so it's so elite, bro. Because you you could post him up. He could dive to the ring. He got the mid-range jumper, got the fadeaway jumper. You know, to catch the ball, Chris Paul makes him look good. We're not gonna sit here and say Chris Paul is not it is. It is it, 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 not feeding this guy. So he was also doing it before Chris Paul. He was, but he wasn't doing it at this rate. Like, yeah, I, g- he, I give he, you that. Like, you, you, you get what I'm saying. So, yeah. man, that to that effect, man, Mitchell Robinson, he has to get his offensive repertoire and, and plus if i'm him it's just for me to him and i'm mitchell robinson and i'm looking at for years i want my contract this summer <laughs> who's that i want my money i want money mitchell robinson I want my money you know the only reason why i'm saying it like that is because you already got hurt you know i'm hoping he could develop a hook shot i've been waiting for three years And just telling the truth, man, I watched a lot of Mitchell Robinson, I mean, hoping you give me a hook shot for the past three years. It's rare. I don't know when we're going to see it. Hopefully I can see it next season. But Timberlake said something that was very old school. And he said, Mitchell Robinson can shoot, but he has to have a high free throw percentage. And Mitchell Robinson hasn't had a high free throw percentage. So yeah. that will probably say that's probably something we could look at as the reason why Mitchell Robinson hasn't been shooting yet. Yeah. I just don't... Yeah. You know, he's 275 pounds. He plays... Allegedly. You know, it, 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 yeah, it, 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 allegedly. But he plays above the rim. You can't... Keep jumping over the rim for the rest of your life. He has to develop some orphan pain in order to save his body. So you don't got to keep trying to dunk everything. You get what I'm saying, like you, injuries,
0: bro. Like you. So, so then after after saying that, what kind of money, what kind of money is he gonna get? Because I, I'll say it like this: Oh, there, there's another mm-hmm. point, oh, another podcast that that um. That was going on, on a on a tirade, you know, about how people are so stupid they don't know what they're looking at with Mitchell Robinson. And I seen Mitchell Robinson jump from from you know the Jesus's lap and all the way across the, 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 the Dead Sea and all the other fucking bullshit to, to block a block a shot. Yeah, he also did that at, at 200 and, and, and look what 15 pounds. Now he's 275. So he, he's not doing that anymore. They was talking about him averaging five blocks a game. Now we'll tape it back down to where it should be, about 1.5 you know two two to two to 1.5 a game now that's back down to earth you know he's gaining he's gaining weight you know somebody that 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 relies on his athleticism is gaining weight it's not really a a good thing especially somebody that doesn't have a um that doesn't have any 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 offensive um um repertoire at all uh, outside outside of um uh having a quick jump to get the rebound and put it back in you know you know what i'm saying so you know that's that's the question what what money do you give a guy like that because after i described him he sounds like a dime a dozen player
1: it's tough <laughs> because <laughs> it, you don't you don't pay listen i think rudy gobert contract is abomination it's one of the worst contracts i've ever seen you don't pay 200 million for a guy who's average what he's averaging because it at the end of the day you got to put the ball in the hoop so if you make it 200 million you got to put the ball in the hoop and not at the rate he's putting the ball in. It, you know, I'm talking about like 25 points or better. You getting that type of money. And that comes with responsibility. So, looking at Mitch in his game right now, probably like $10 million. If he actually if, if he asks for more, then we're going to have to call the pause. We're we, we, we going to have to call the pause. We're going to have to see some work. Because I think you said this to me months ago. He was like, yo, Tom Thibodeau had a close-up Mitchell Robinson at the USA uh, select camp a couple years ago. And people were talking about how uh, Tom Thibodeau had a close up with Mitchell Robinson and he was immature, you know, those silly rumors, silly garbage. But he had a close up of Mitchell Robinson and Tom Thibodeau then proceeds to say when he turns a Nick head coach, you know, Mitchell Robinson, got some maturing to do, you know, early, I'm just talking about early Tom Thibodeau, you praised him so far this year, but you gotta think about stuff like that when it comes to Mitchell Robinson. He don't shoot the ball. That's the main thing for me. So I'm thinking just 10 million, probably like 10 million, three four years. I know it's a team out there though that would definitely give him 70 million off reps. Because if you gotta, you get it big like that, they'll pay the hop. They will. I'm gonna give you an example. Uh, Guy that went to the Atlanta Hawks, Clint Capella. He's getting paid the big bucks to do what Mitchell Robinson is supposed to do, but a supercharged version of that. And you just seen him have kind of a productive playoffs. He you know he was scoring, he's doing his thing, getting a lot of rebounds, though, affecting the basket, blocking a lot of shots, being effective, switching one through five, and the 70 million he's getting money so Mitchell Robinson can make his own market we can say all right man the hell with y'all I could I could just decline this garbage y'all offering me I can go to free agency 2022 I think it is and I'm an unrestricted free agent so and I know dar, I know somebody would pay a, a center like that and you need a center I know a team will pay him at least 70 million I know a team. If, if, if he's on the market, I know a team will pay him $70 million. They need a seven.
0: God bless him. Because we're talking about a guy that averaged on um, 20, 27 minutes a game, only averaged eight points, eight rebounds, 1.5 blocks. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you, you're going to pay him $70 million? God bless you, man. You know? Mm. $70 million. I mean, you see the teams. You see Teams are
1: paid Mitch Robinson that, bro. Teams are paying Mitch Robinson. If he's on the open market, bro, I,
0: I believe a team will give him 70 mil. Who, who's better? Um Mitch Robinson or Valentinus from Memphis? Valentunas by far. We don't
1: even gotta, we don't even gotta have that discussion. That's an easy discussion for me. I, I'm not even in. I'm not even trying to be, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. <laughs> Valentinus is a dog. <laughs> he's a do- matter of fact in the game. I think no, but that was against no way That was against him. he's a dog. I like his game. He can space the floor. He can run protect. He plays tough. You know, strong.
0: I think he's like two sixty. I like Valanciunas. I like some year old Eurobatics. You can give him the ball and he can he, and he can get a bucket if you need it. Mm. He makes fourteen million a year.
1: Next year, million. next
0: year he'll be on the last year of his contract, he'll be making 14 million for next year. Hmm. He had got a three year, 45 million dollar contract in 2019.
1: Uh, see, you're gonna get paid. Mitch, going I'm telling you, bro, you <laughs> gotta resign him this summer, bro. Gotta resign him this summer, and and then. It's like the guys that you don't resign at the moment that you're supposed to resign sign them. Like this is how the NBA slip. Let me bring it down to you real quick, right? They put these stupid new rules where you can offer rookies. you, you can offer a rookie a max deal after the third year, right? So in hindsight, if that said player don't get that said contract after his third year, He's probably already got one foot out the door. Is that possible? Is that possible to think of it that way? Because if you if you don't give me that my contract when we're supposed to get those contracts, I'm, it's kind of obvious you don't really kind of believe in me. Because if you believed in me, you would give me that contract as soon as that extension is first day, first day on the line, dog. Teams know who they're gonna resign, bro. You. You know, and if a player who's on a rookie scale deal don't re-sign in the third season, you gotta look at that a little bit, bro. You gotta look at that a little bit. You
0: got one foot out the door. Uh, well, well, if Mitchell Robinson can get can get a, a hook shot, then you know, then we could talk about contracts. You know, <laughs> at the, at this point, at this point, you know, it, like like I said, is somebody gonna pay him seventy million dollars over over whatever? it could it could be over 10 years you know what i'm saying if you're gonna get 70 million dollars from 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 a team you know you know god bless him you know what i'm saying because because he doesn't have a jump uh, jump shot he doesn't have a jump so shot good. jump hook you know you can't get him the ball he can't score you know you know what I'm saying outside of an alley you know but you know that's uh, an alley catching that alley-oop as a big man is not a skill everybody could do that you know even <laughs> known as a well can could do it you know sometimes you know so who's this say just being objective here right
1: Who's to say that Mitchell Robinson can't really not space the floor? Who's to say it's just the coaches telling him he can't do it? And then when he goes to another team, they'll tell him, "Look, hey, you man, you gotta shoot three threes a game."
0: God like, bless even him. At
1: the while, even after a while, I started seeing Jackson shoot threes or something like that. Maybe another team gives him the chance to show his skills. I mean,
0: yeah, but you know, either either you can play or you can't. You know? That's true. That's true. Because, I mean, um, this guy, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, he's not shooting threes because the coach told him to shoot threes. Nah. He's shooting threes because he's nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead nice. Yeah, you know?
1: He, he, he's dead nice. So, if you, you see, you got it or you work at it, and you get a coach that gives you that confidence to shoot those threes. I think it's a culture thing, honestly. If I was a coach, I would tell him, look, man, you shoot two threes a game or I'm sitting because you got to give randall and rj space on the floor i understand you want to down to the basket but in today's nba you just need certain even if you don't want space the floor from three space the floor from the mid-range you know coaches see that in practice we don't see that in practice you I mean, like we we, we we try to speak at, at the best that we could do Oh. Oh, what's up, son? What's up, OG, uh, Shout out to the chat, man. Thumbs up. I appreciate you, OG, for uh, tuning in. <laughs> That's
0: great. But- well, just if I if I can um throw um you know nothing but nicks on the under the uh under the bus, just Mr. Sim. Uh, he mm-hmm. he got two tapes out there that I've seen of him playing. You know what I'm saying? The first one is when him when he's busting Isaiah Isaiah's ass on on the, on the court. You know what I'm saying? If you look at that tape, you would think that that um Sim was like Devin Booker, Devin Booker's father or something like that. how, how bad he was destroying Isaiah in his take. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's number 1. The, the number number 2 is um uh, he has that commercial that, that that he did. I forgot I forgot the um I think it's on uh, booking. Whatever. He did that mm-hmm. commercial. Yo, know, they made they made Sim look like look like Isaiah Thomas out there in, in um, the the thing, whatever. <laughs> you know, the point I'm trying to make, the point I'm trying to make is, right? Is that mm-hmm. either you can or you can't. You know you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like you can't you can't like um like force somebody into into not being able to do whatever. Either you could play or you can't. You know, they, they didn't they didn't say hey hey um hey uh you know uh you know sim go out there and um shoot threes go out there and take it to the basket you know we're gonna make it look good for you it looked like he was like guys are playing D it looked like he was sweating you know I, I could see the the um the bamboo's the jiggling you know underneath the t-shirt and stuff so he was getting he was on um, doing doing his stuff man so you know either either you can or you can't you know what I'm saying.
1: He can, he can, man. But, but it's tough, man. You don't because I know a team going to offer him that money, bro. And it, listen, okay. got to think outside the box, hard. We can view Mitchell Robinson as a guy. Oh, he only could rim run. He, only, he he can't do a jump hook. It's probably coaching. We don't know. But a team will look at him in free agency and say, "Ooh, that's a that's a son of who." 23, 24. We ain't got a we got a hole in the center spot. Oh, we could he could defend all five position Oh, we shot 74% from the field. Why don't we expand his game? Why don't we tell him start shooting some membrane jumping? Let's that's let's all, that's all offer him 70 million, see if he needs
0: god yeah. damn! Offer him 70 million off the dream that he's gonna be able to add something to his game? Not 70 million. All right.
1: 60 million with his sentence what they what they claim get? what what could what click Capella get you gotta pay what you waive. if yo, but, another but, team bro it, bro if another team look at a center like that bro he's on the market bro you're gonna come back to this you're gonna be like yo you know what state
0: i know that what you said was crazy she was right bro you yo, yo, want yo you. we've, done that, you that you we've done that before we've done that before his name was was Jerome James,
1: you know what I'm saying? Jerome James, yo, Jerome
0: James had had, a, yo, Jerome James had a great playoff series. You know that's that's why Isaiah Thomas given that five year, five million dollars a year contract because he had a great playoff series where they eliminated somebody. He was on the court with a garbage bag on his back. No, it was Sacramento, I think, because Sacramento had waived him or something like that. So he ended up on 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 Seattle. So he had a garbage bag on his back. You know what I'm saying? You know, dominating uh um, series, whatever to eliminate the team that that um that uh waived him, you know what I'm saying? And then um Isaiah Thomas uh signed him to a contract, hoping with the hopes that he would become a good player. How did that turn out? Bro, how dare you compare Mitchell Robinson to Jerome James? You Do I need to pull up Jerome pull James stats?
1: Don't make me pull.
0: Do I need to pull up Jerome James stats though? If I pull up Jerome James stats, I bet you're gonna see a lot of eight and eights. Oh my!
1: Oh my! Oh, my oh. <laughs> I bet you, James yo! James I
0: bet you, if I pull up Jerome James stats, you're gonna see a lot
1: of eight and eights, bro. Nah, not Jerome James, bro. Not the miss. <laughs> like you, you being very disrespectful. Yo, that was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever heard you say. Bro. Literally, like I. a blessing, bro. Yeah. yeah. Nah, Yo, man, Look, I, not right now, brother. But have a good
0: night, OG. Okay, yeah, I don't know what you did, but now all of a sudden your mic is 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 tremendous right now. Your mic is, is better than it's been all night. <laughs> oh, oh, you did something. <laughs> you touched something, and all of a sudden the mic popped on. See?
1: Nah, cause I didn't want it to be like crazy loud.
0: No, you you, you gotta you, you gotta match me, cause guys are saying that. My mic is um, it's too loud um, compared to yours. Uh, I I yeah. apologize, bro. Yeah.
1: But we, need it. we need a floor space and center, bro.
0: There you go. Very
1: good. We we, we need a floor space and center, bro. It's so $70 million,
0: bro. though? Seventy, You're going to pay?
1: A team going to pay him 70000000 million. I'm telling you they're going to pay him 70000000 million. I'm holy telling you that. shit. I mean, yeah, you're going to be holy crap. The way the Atlanta
0: Hawks paid <laughs> Clint Capella, they paid him that money. You, but but Clint Capello's is averaging double figures rebounding though. But
1: you don't think in a larger role that Mitchell Robinson can't do that? See, this is the thing. This is why I'm being objective right now because now you're putting them in the box. Now you do you're doing what you but but I, I need him to doing. be in the box. I need him to do- be in the box. He got to he got to yeah. score down
0: there. He got to get yeah. rebounds, block shots. Oh, he got to be down there. Oh god! Holy shit! Yo, um, uh, Hassan you. Whiteside. Oh,
1: no, he if he he's not Hassan Whiteside. His work ethic is better, bro. Yeah, yeah Hassan
0: Whiteside him. is trash, and also Mitchell Robinson busted Hassan Whiteside's ass that one time. So it's that's rough. disrespectful. That's yeah, disrespectful. That
1: but at the same time,
0: if if you sign Hassan Whiteside, he's gonna get you Mitchell Robinson numbers. Yo, if you want to sign somebody seventy million, check out what what um P Love is saying here.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Jared Allen than Mitch. And then trade Mitch and move up in the draft and get your swap. Your, your idea sounds cool. Here's the issue, though, right? With your idea. And you know what the fans are saying if the Knicks was to ever let Mitch walk. For Jerry Allen though? For Jerry Allen? Woo! Jerry no. Allen! And then on top of the fact that. You say move up in the draft, get your small forward. Whoever that small forward we get when we move up in the draft, Tibbs ain't starving. So we're going to stop that notion right now. Like, we he's not starting no rookie. So don't we not going to hear it? I
0: would you pay? Understand. Who would you pay first? 70 million dollars. Um, Jared Allen or Mitchell Robinson?
1: Mitchell Robinson in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. But I, I need Jared Allen. Hold on, Jalen Allen is playing with Garland. Mitch playing with Alfred Payton. What, 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 what are we doing here? What are we doing? He can showcase more. What are we doing? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You've been very dis. You've been very disrespectful tonight. You going to stop this, madness, this, bro? I'm not going, no, bro. No. No, Mitchell Ryan, y'all not gonna be that disrespectful of my boy. My boy could go one through five. But
0: but it's not it's not disrespectful. Um Jared Allen can guard one through five as also. He can he can guard some players too. Um, you know, Jared Allen Jared Allen had a lot of um of highlight you know blocks at the rim. You know, he's not he's not afraid to protect the rim. Mitch got highlight blocks too. You being disrespectful,
1: you being very disrespectful. I
0: can't possibly be disrespectful. Um Jared Allen has been averaging um 10 points a game his whole career. He averaged 13 mm-hmm. points a game last year. Um mm-hmm. he averaged he actually averaged um 10 rebounds a game in the in, in the NBA.
1: Who is his coaches and who is his point guards? Now see now you wanna have that conversation. Come on, go ahead. Yeah, yeah start it up. Start up. I want you to name it. I'm gonna put you on the spot. You're not gonna you not gonna be disrespectful like this. Because we, you know, we're it's gonna lose the coaches point guards. My man has this down and Alfred Payton. <laughs> Jared Allen had. Spencer Denwood. D D'Lo. Now he got Garland. Steven Sexton, to a We got Alfred Payton?
0: Really? And you wonder why? But we got Julius Randle. Really? Julius Randle is a is a uh, second team All NBA player, first time All Star. You know, led the led the team in assists. Why?
1: Why he was that? Because <laughs> Thibodeau. Why <We>, we, <laughs> well, he was that? Because of Thibodeau. Don't don't you do that? Mitch got hurt. We not gonna do that.
0: Yo, yeah, if I,
1: if if what? they go ahead, go ahead. No, I want you to go ahead because you you not go ahead.
0: Well, I'm just was gonna re, go reiterate the same thing uh, P-Lover said. Mm-hmm. If if we mm-hmm. was to sign Jared Allen, to mm-hmm. let's say let's say we sign him to the 70 million dollar contract like you said, and we traded mm-hmm. Mitch to move up in the draft, and got it doesn't even have to be a small four. It could just be anybody. Because now, like like the same narrative that that you can say that Mitchell Robinson is this guy, right? If he's that guy, if Mitchell Robinson is that guy, then we can move up in the draft and get oh and get God. Kate Cunningham. The way that you're talking 70 million dollars for Mitch Robinson that means that we can get Kay cut hand by moving up. I said, I said, I say, listen,
1: let's put it in context, right? Because a team who needs a center is not going to value the way you value Mitch. A team who needs a center that plays defense who could switch one through five. And, and mind you, you heard what tip said. He don't got his free throw percentage ain't up, so we're not gonna allow him to shoot. You know, Tibbs is a drill sergeant. You want them to play a certain way. He want if another coach get a hand, his hands on Mitch Robinson, and he starts just mag- magically shooting jump shots, and they let him do a little a little bit
0: more offense. I'm gonna be pissed off with the Knicks, bro. I'm gonna be real pissed off with the Knicks. If they if he signed a 70 million dollar contract, I, I wouldn't be pissed. Yeah, he's gonna be
1: helping the team win. I tell you that. You don't trade that. You you don't trade that. You keep that. No, I ain't trading. No. Trade what though? Trade Mitch. Who I'm trading Mitch for? You you put me on spot. You gonna stop this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I forgot all about Jared Allen though. If we if we had the opportunity to sign Jared Allen, yo Mitchell Robinson could go go somewhere. Ah, He could be out. Because Jared Ooh. Allen is our it will be our starting center. Jarrett, Jared Allen, I can give him the ball and he can score. Also, too, we don't lose no defense. He still he still defends. And he's a rebound. He rebounds still. I can't. My, my heart,
1: I can't do it. No matter how you try to sell, I that's one thing I can't buy that. That's one stock I can't buy.
0: I can't buy But that. The, the stuff that, that yeah. you that you wish Mitchell Robinson could do, Jerry Allen, uh, Jerry Allen is doing that right now. Who is Mitchell Robinson point guard though? Ay 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 ay! You got Come me on sounding on. like like um the dude from um the Power Rangers. Ay <laughs> ay 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 ay! Come on! Who is Mitchell Robinson point guard? God, Alfred
1: Payton, bro. Come on, bro. Let's see him with a different point guard. You're gonna see a whole different Mitchell Robinson. Somebody give him confidence on the floor, like. What Alfred Payton doing? Like when you imagine you a big man, like, you know you, you in the paint, like you sitting there, you in the paint. Imagine Alfred come up to you, like, "Yo, man, I need you to, you know, space to fall I need you to stand." right How you gonna look at him, man, Alfred? If you don't get out of my face, man, if you don't make a three point shot, man, <laughs> like, like what you- yeah, I guess so. <laughs> come on now, come on, come on now. You, you need a point. Come on now, Mitch need a point guard, bro. He played with Alfred Payton, Moutier. You know, Frank and Frank Ntilikina is not a point guard. When Jared Allen is playing with Garland, Sexton, playing with Kyrie, playing with Spencer Dinwiddie, playing with D'Lo. Come on, dude. Come on. You gotta give. You gotta give Mitch some type of love. Shot seventy four percent from the field, and his point guard was Alfred Payton, Man Moutier. Really? <laughs> Really? Come on, dog. You're killing me now. you killing. You, you you're killing me now. You're being very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. I'm surprised you even tried to think. You, you. $70
0: million, though, man. <laughs> that's that's more than a dollar in a dream. God damn. What? The, what Yo, you, you just straight up just give him the, give him the jackpot. Don't you even got to play? You don't even got to...
1: The market Yo. for the big, like like Frank Capello, he set the market, bro. You gotta pay Yo, but... the way you weigh. I think somebody will offer that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. silly, bro. But...
0: Well, now, 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 let's say who Who would do it.
1: It's funny. Now, let's go to team cash phase, right? And so, you you want
0: to do 2022
1: teams with cash phase right now or
0: 2021? Do, do um, um, anyway, it, either one, no matter. So, I know a team like. So you're saying to me that Michael Jordan wouldn't give Mitchell Robinson, 70 Curry. <laughs> he just paid. He just paid. Um. Um. Cody Zeller, whatever the guy's name, the Zeller guy.
1: Jordan'll find a way. His, the Hornets need a big, and they got Salim Castets. So you got to on is probably Michael Jordan, but it's really 2022 because this summer, Mitchell Robinson has a option and he's going to, you, you got to decline his option this summer, right? So he will be restricted. But if you allow him to go in the next summer, he becomes unrestricted. And that's when things get tricky. And teams with cap space, they'll probably have a shot at Mitch Robinson. And I, now, think of some teams who needs a big that block shots and run protect And it's a couple teams, but the one that come to my mind the most is the Charlotte Hornets brother. And I'm thinking about it. I'm gonna look at some of the teams right now. Right. For
0: 2022. Well, Boston. Does Boston have money? Boston um could use the center, right? Yeah, but they got Robert Williams, a.k.a. Tom Williams. So I don't think they will be looking for a... So I mean, Robert Williams is better than Mitchell Robinson?
1: I mean, that's they got that they drafted. I would think they would want to pay him. Um, I wouldn't think they would... I think they would want to take care of him. I mean, he showed promise. Why wouldn't you take care um, of Tom Moore? I, like I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. He, he, he cool, why, why, would you, why wouldn't you take care of Tom Moore? Come on, dog. I think, I think Boston will resign him. I don't think he's better than Mitchell Robinson, per se, but I think Boston will resign him. I get, I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that. Well, with, with some other teams, Orlando, you know, Chicago,
0: you know. Well. Chicago just, just got a
1: center, though. Yes, but we just got to play the four. He got to play the four. Um, He's not a run protecting big, and he's not a guy who you would I, – I would not want him as my center. Honestly, like unless I got a bunch of great green D wings. That's, that's the only way. I mean Jared Jared, Jared, Jared Allen trade miss, it, miss the OKC to get picks. I mean that's tough that, that that's tough. That's tough. I can't really do that right now. I can't really do that right now.
0: If we I'm, signed Jared
1: Allen, you could. I wouldn't sign I would sign Jared Allen over the why would you do that? What is the thought process behind it? Why Cleveland not resigning Jared Allen? The only way they wouldn't resign Jared Allen, I think, is if they draft Evan Mobley. But if see, it's a dom it's domino effect, right? Because if Houston drafts Evan Mobley, then Cleveland would definitely pay Jared Allen. He's not in need. You get you know what I'm saying? Because now they they, they got Mobley, they drafted Jalen Gray. And then now they would have to trade Colin Sexton. But if Houston does the Okie doke and they pick Jalen Green, I think uh Cleveland would take Mobley and I think they would let Jared Allen walk. I I for me, I think I would play Mobley at the five. I, he, I, I, that's just me. I like Evan Mobley. I think I would play him at the five. You probably play him at four,
0: but I think I would definitely play him at the uh, I don't. I, well, uh, the Mavericks, maybe do the Mavericks need a center?
1: Yes, I think we're do. not trading with them no more. No, we're not. We're done with them, we're done with them. And I already told you about Porzingis. so yeah, I don't want to do no business with Dallas. Um, I don't see nobody else though. The Lakers, no, because Rich Paul he fired Rich Paul, so I couldn't see that either.
0: Um, the Clippers, I don't know about the Clippers. The Clippers got a center that I like more than um, than Mitch over there. I kind of like what's his name, Zubak. I kind of like, like, um, I kind of like Zubak. I don't like him more than Mitch. To be honest, with you. yeah, I don't like him more than Mitch. But how much like better is, is Mitch than to Zubak then? Wow, um.
1: He's not dangerous. He, he, right. Wow.
0: Offensively, yes.
1: He's
0: kind of better than he does. He does. He does. Yep, it might just jump in and out again, man. Offensively, he could do some things, you know.
1: uh Offense. That's tough. I don't like Zubak better than. I don't like Zubak better than. Mitchell Robertson as far as defensively. You can't guard a ghost if it's snapping, honestly. So.
0: Yeah I don't know what you did, man. The the um the mic keeps keeps popping out again.
1: Yeah. My fault. Well, Zubak is tough, bro. That's a tough yeah. comparison for me. But I take Mitchell Robinson over him defensively. See, the thing about Mitchell Robinson, you don't know what his offense could be. And will Tom Thibodeau
0: ever allow him to shoot the ball? It's a tough question to ask. Yeah, but you think Tom Thibodeau's is not allowing him to shoot the ball? Or can he not just – he just can't shoot the ball? It's coaching. Um,
1: sometimes it's a coaching or it's a, a want to, a confidence thing. Because hey, if I could really shoot it, I mean, I will break over the
0: play and try to shoot it three. if I'm really confident in my game. Yo, we, we we've seen Mitchell Robertson shoot the three, you know, with his cousins when he was playing pickup, putting the ball between his legs and all, all a lot of stuff. His his jump shot, his jump shot is bugged out. It, it looks he kind of like shoots, and almost hits himself in the face with his with his elbow, and he kind of shoots backwards. And he it's it's not something that when I see him shoot, I'm gonna be like, yo, he needs to shoot more, you know. Mm-hmm. It look it looks crazy his jump shot looks crazy hmm. you know so I mean guys can get better because like the, the, um we, we mentioned this dude on um on Twitter we was talking about um what's the dude uh the the Lopez brother that this on um whatever uh for the first eight seasons of his career he didn't shoot any threes but the last five seasons he's been shooting threes like crazy you yep. know what I'm saying so so it's possible hmm. for guys to for, um to, to get that skill but at the same time um, Lopez averaged 20 points a game um before he started shooting three. So he knows how to score. Though. He knows he can shoot. You know, it's just
1: the, it. just a three.
0: It. Yeah. That so he kidding. already got the skill set you in, in order to say, hey, you know what? Let, let's see if you can shoot a three. Richard Robinson hasn't even shown the skill set to do anything, you know, for, for me to be like, you know what, let, let me let me let you shoot a three. <laughs> That's
1: funny. That's funny. That's uh Mitch Robinson is. Yeah. That contract, man. It, that contract is tough to sell, man. But I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be a team. It, it always happens when a player gets off of the contract, when they in unrestricted free agency, and you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> what the hell is that?" You yeah. kidding me? You, like,
0: man. Shout out to Bad Mojo, man. He just saw, um, shouted <laughs> out. You know, Chris <laughs> Dudley is like rolling around. Well, he's Chris is alive, so I can't, I can't say that. You know, but Chris Delly was like probably like one of the worst shooting big men, and he was white, which was bugged out. You know, you you would think Chris Delly, a white guy, could shoot the ball. That motherfucker was like the worst jump shooting big man I've ever seen, man. That guy was crazy. You know, yeah. but but this video Smith of him
1: was bad too. Who? And Josh Smith, and he had the he he had the the confidence of of anybody in the NBA to yeah. shoot
0: the ball. But so. you know, Josh Smith, I, I I I wouldn't mind him shooting the three. Mm, I mind it
1: because <laughs> like, he, he wasn't supposed to No, not at the rate he was shooting threes at impossible for you to want that guy to continue to shoot threes and not roll to the rim, not going to the basket. Tell him to play it though But nah, bro, nah. It, but at least he had the aggression, he had the aggression to take the three. That's why I I'd give that to him. I definitely yeah. get that to him. Like he had the confidence. Maybe it's a confidence thing with Mitch, where you like can't really shoot. You know, I I can't. Like he in the game and he like, nah, I'm mean, just just dump like, it. Like it's probably better than his brain. Like he don't have the confidence. Yet. I don't I, I don't know. It could be different. Very, it's different things, bro. Confidence can be one of them though. Because if I'm a confident basketball player, I'm breaking up the play and I'm shooting a three.
0: If I'm that confident, that's just me. I don't know about that, man. What do he, he, he say? They, um, like, um, Boost Mobile said, Ole Miss do, you know? He, I guess he's talking about rim running. Like, you don't need a point guard for a rim runner. Anybody could throw a alley to a rim runner. You don't. You don't necessarily need a special point guard to do that. That's true. That's true. I mean, hey, uh. But, but I'll I, be sad. At see, that's the thing. It's the emotional attachment. Yo, I, I got. I drive a Honda Element. You know what I'm saying? I, I could have upgraded my, my car many times. You know what I'm saying? I got a freaking Honda Element because I love that car. You know what I'm saying? It goes zero to sixty in like, in like, a minute. It can go zero to sixty in a minute. You know what I'm saying? If that, that that's if I'm pressing on the gas. You know what I'm saying? I, I also have another car. You know, I, I got a um, uh, what a, a Honda Accord. I got a Honda Accord for the family, but. My element is my element i had the opportunity to get the bronco in the summer but i changed my mind i said listen i love my baby you know i r- I'd rather put you know like a thousand dollars worth of work into the car rather than then um then get the, the get the bronco you get what i'm saying that's the same thing like mitchell robertson mitchell Robinson is like my honda element like i know i know my honda element is not the best car but you know i i think it's gonna be good you know and if i could if i could just fix this part of the engine the right way then then maybe i, I could put a lift kit on there and maybe put turbo on there and then i can make it look like, like it's fast you know but 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 before i put the turbo on it and before i put all that in there i got to fix whatever the hell is wrong with the engine you know you know what i'm saying so that thing with the engine might never might never get fixed you get what i'm saying and yeah. you know in the me in the meantime if if i want to get the guy if i want to get the car that, that operates well without whatever then get rid of the element and just get the damn bronco because the Bronco is going to do everything that, that i wish that my element would do
1: <laughs> oh, no, man, you 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 right now, man. Oh well, man, I look, we gonna talk more. We gonna talk more. I guess I guess we I guess I guess we can end it there.
0: Um, oh man, I, you know I know, I know we got to end this. Is we, we um we kind of getting towards the end of the thing, but I mean I I hate um the um deflating you, man. You got you gotta you gotta you gotta come at me some kind of way.
1: Yeah, the because you're not wrong. You know what I'm saying? But in a sense, like, you got to look at it from the other side of the uh, 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 boot. Like, you got to pay your own. Like, you got to treat your, your you got to treat your people as well. Like, the NBA is going to be seeing how we treat some of these kids, like, and, and, and you never know what can happen, bro. I don't. I just don't want to be one of those scenes where players is talking bad about us or the next treated and play in a certain way. and. I think he I think management really wanted to see him start last season, but they was robbed of that because he got hurt. So I think right. he can, I, I think he needed another season,
0: you know. Yo, know, Mitchell Robertson has value though, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it, it would be a waste to, to to um to have to assign one guy to trade another guy. So Mitch you know, I'm with the I'm with the idea, you know, Mitch Robertson is our guy. You know, same same thing with um with, with um with Emmanuel Quickly and Luca. I feel like those guys are already filling spots already. So we, we really need to fill in the spots that we don't have, you know, because we got Mitch Robinson, we shouldn't be looking for a center. You know, may, maybe a backup center, somebody that they could shoot to to add the you know the, the depth to the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we, we shouldn't just be, hey, we got to get a center. Because Mitch Robinson is pretty good. You know, if we had Mitch Robinson, maybe we, we would have did better in the playoffs. So Mitch Robinson is definitely needed, you know, you know what I'm saying? But um, like like I said, there's this there's, there's holes on the on the team that need to be need to be filled, you know, before we start um, you know, really going crazy with it. You know that type of thing that's true
1: that's true i just i don't this mitchell robinson combo, man it, it it's tough man so i wish i seen i wish you didn't get hurt honestly and i think we have a, a
0: better sample size but and is it it's going to be a fun it's going to be a funny summer I yeah, say but, that. I, we, but the, the thing the thing with mitch robinson too is that we already know what he can do it's not gonna be a surprise, you know. If he adds anything to what he's already been doing, then that's cake. But if he comes in and does what he's been doing, we got a solid NBA center. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking that 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 he can shoot the three, all this, other the, all, this, all, this, all this stuff. It would be nice if he added those things yeah. to his to his game. But you know, like I said, he already adds a, a skill set there that we definitely could use. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that that's so that's a positive there. That's true. Well, wow. wow.
1: well. I hope Mitchell Robinson here for the long. That's just me. Uh, Charlie yeah. Ward curse. If it's broken this summer, God bless the Knicks, man. We, we need all that good karma. Charlie Ward was the last nick New York beat, uh, that was drafted, he signed. And that was 1994. And it's been a long time since a Knicks drafted a player that can be signed. And hopefully it could be Mitch. Uh, what
0: do you think about this, though? Is Mitch injury prone? Wow. <laughs> He's injury prone. Not, not,
1: not. Let's wait and see. That, that's a wait and see for me. That's the best I got for you. I'm not <laughs> going for, because you, you give it for a season and you're like, all right, all right, now we know. Now we know if he, if he gets hurt next season, then I might have to put that label on. But for right now, I just say it was a freak accident uh first season with this uh coaching staff and development team no he gotta get used to them so I, I i think i i i don't mind that too much just for me personally i don't mind it
0: no. is frank neilapeno uh, um injury prone
1: yeah. yes <laughs> i get it every year he got hurt last season I hurt the season before he got hurt the season before that. After four years, I got to give you the, I got to give you the label. He's kind of injury prone, but let's see. Like this, this is also an excuse for everyone. This is the first season upon a great developmental
0: staff. But before we didn't have anything. So at least yeah. we got these guys. All right. This, this is my last question for you. What, what, what do you think is underneath um, uh, uh, Kevin Knox durack? I go
1: out on the limit and say braids because he is part of the culture. Because Randy wrote Braids, I think his father, I think it's the culture I think he got braids. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, he, see. He, we'll he see, man. Up on him. But um, it was good told totally, you, bro. I mean, damn that Mitch Robinson.
0: We're gonna have this conversation yeah I'm gonna give it <laughs> you got the Kimbo. You got the Kimbo braids. Give me my With, bread.
1: Kimbo. The Kimbo look. Yeah. Mm, I give it two weeks.
0: I give it two weeks. We'll see. We'll see. I give it two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice so, man. I don't I don't want to ruin your night and shit, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yo. You know I love Mitch Robinson, too, man. But, yeah. I'm telling you he's a honda we'll, element bro he's a honda element we'll, we'll see we'll see man. oh man the fireworks this guy I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um was uh episode 10 episode 11. might be 11. It might be 11. yeah yeah but i appreciate everybody tuning in man the you things for the last two plus hours uh Sam, I appreciate you for uh, tuning in. Uh, press the likes, man. We appreciate everybody for making and show us love. Uh, you can find the pod, uh, you can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts, but you can also find Die Hard State of Mind on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find Die Hard Knicks on Apple Podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, everywhere, Play FM yeah everywhere you can find it, find that but you you my friend about Robinson robinson my friend <laughs> the i'm telling you right now I'm feeling, I'm
0: feeling you know i, I think me. i think it was this i think it was the <laughs> oh, man. um
1: but i'm out of here man i appreciate uh i appreciate this time man. Man, my four bro i know it's two plus hours i know you gotta uh get back <laughs>
0: uh you know i think my wife was already already filing divorce papers from me as it is right now so so i'm not, not really worried about it <laughs> all right man let me go pure on my hands but
1: i'm out of here dog man uh you go mitchell Robinson, man i'm i'm still mad with you man you know, <laughs> next year, i'm out of here man salute y'all man i appreciate y'all man for tuning in
0: yeah, peace guys. Yo, Evergreen, I see you, man. You know, we, we gotta be I, you know I forgot to hit you up. T- tonight would have been a good night to get you on the podcast. But oh, we can be yeah, on you, yeah, yeah, look yeah, out for Evergreen. Sure. Evergreen will be on here very soon. For sure. So for shout sure, out to Evergreen, sure. definitely, man.
1: Yo, shout well, out to the chat.
0: chat man. Yeah, you man. disrespectful, man. This is, yeah, <laughs> oh man. I, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> All right, I see you guys, bro. Peace.